next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Papillion with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to week four of high school football, Friday night style in the Metro this evening here on Classic Hits Power 99 at beautiful Foundation Field in Papillion, where Papillion La Vista South hosting your Carney High Bearcats. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer, Cassie Sloan, back at the studio. Jeff Babel taking care of the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard as we get ready for a battle of two and one teams here tonight. For Carney High, as you heard in the open, after being rolled over by Grand Island, who comes into tonight undefeated in the opener, they've won their last two. For Papillion La Vista South, they were beaten for the first time last week by state-rated Bellevue West. A little windy tonight. We'll see how that affects this football game. Both teams have some really good skill position players, especially at the running back position. Of course, we all know about Miko Maisner, who still has been very limited so far this season. Got knocked out in the second quarter against Grand Island, did not play against Lincoln North Star. And then last week against Norfolk, ran for over 100 yards in the first quarter, including a 71-yard touchdown run, and then was not utilized hardly at all the rest of the game. So he should still be very fresh and uh, be getting challenged tonight. For Papillion La Vista South, Chandler Cotton is the man that they have in the backfield. And, of course, uh, many people familiar with the Cotton name when it comes to uh, great running backs and great athletes. Cotton averaging 90 yards on the ground through the first three games. He's got three touchdowns, 59 carries, 268 yards. Also a solid quarterback tonight in David Forsman. Forsman has thrown for 431 yards, two touchdowns, but he does have four interceptions so far on the season. And if the wind howls a little bit tonight, that might affect what he wants to do with the football. We've got another slate of football games for you on our Platte River Radio stations, five in all. On ESPN 1460, Carney Catholic is out at undefeated Ogallala. On ESPN 1550, Hastings St. Cecilia is taking on Wood River. On 1230 AM KHAS, Adam Central is welcoming in undefeated Gothenburg. And on the breeze, 94.5 FM, some eight-man action tonight, and there is not a lot of it, but Kennesaw is welcoming in Twin Loop out of Sergeant Loop County, who made a nice run in the state playoffs last year. So we'll see how those teams do tonight and you can also hear online at platriverpreps.com platriverpreps.com our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance Carney Holdridge Lexington and Lincoln glad to have you along with us on a warm but windy evening just down the road from Warner Park here in Papillion and I'll tell you what they continue to build uh, with the baseball and softball fields adjacent to the football field kind of a bowl uh, look uh, it's a little bit like the new refurbished Seacrest Field as far as um, the way the stands are and the way there is some room around the football field here. It is homecoming, so Papillion La Vista South will have a little extra to play for here this evening. When we come back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, we'll take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's game, and we will hear from the coaches, Tim Clemager of Papillion La Vista South and Brandon Cool for Carney. Hi- 
Kearney High had such a good first half last week, leading Norfolk 31 to nothing at the half. And then after putting in some subs, just not really getting a whole lot going in the second half. A late pick six helped Kearney make it look better at 38 to 16. So we'll hear from the coach there. But when we come back, Tim Clevenger of Papillion La Vista South here on the Hogemeyer Hybrid Seat pregame show on Classic Hits Power 99. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. You want the best, you demand the best, and the Carrier Infinity System is the best. Higher efficiency means higher savings on your energy bill. With an Infinity System, you control temperature, humidity, air quality, fan speed, ventilation, the entire system. The Carrier Infinity System allows you to enjoy a more consistent temperature throughout your home. Call today to learn more about this customized comfort system tailored to your home from Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Classic Hits Power 99 as we get ready for a Class A tussle tonight in the Metro. Tim Clemenger and uh, Papillion La Vista South getting ready to take on Carney High. Both teams 2-1 and one on the season. Difference is Carney dropped the first one and have won the last two. Papio South won their first two away from home and then took on a very tough Bellevue West team uh, last week. And Coach, uh, always interested to see how teams bounce back from a loss. We saw Carney High did it very strong. I'm sure you're anxious to see how your ball club does it tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got a lot of good kids who, uh, who've been working so, uh, hard all summer and uh, showed the first two weeks. And then, uh, like you said, we faced a good opponent in, in week three. And... and uh, Took it on the nose there, uh, but uh, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they bounce back, and got a good opponent in uh, in Carney. A lot of folks always talk about the improvement a team makes from week one to week two. I always find it interesting from season one to season two under a new coach in any sport how things have changed. How do you think things have changed here so far in year two for you and your staff? Yeah, we, uh, you know, I, I was a, an assistant uh, leading up to this, so uh, I think uh, we all. I thought the transition would be uh, would be pretty seamless, and I think uh, in many ways it was. Uh, in in other ways, uh, taking some time. So uh, I think just uh, just overall culture and attitude and and uh, what we're doing, um, you know, is just fitting a little bit better. Um, that's not to say it was bad last year. Or that's not to say that we're doing things completely different than Coach Olson, who I took over for. But uh, I think it just takes a little time and. And I, I feel real good about our seniors and our leaders on the team uh, as far as being tapped into what we're doing and, and what we're trying to, uh, to do here. So, Tim Clevenger, the head football coach of Papillion La Vista South, joining us here on the pregame show as they get ready to take on Carney. One of the questions was how the O and D line would uh, fit around Tom Rapayich, your only returning starter on the offensive line, because you've got some skilled players that are coming back. What have you seen from the line on both sides so far? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think the biggest thing we're looking for is consistency. I think you always look for that, and uh, and with uh, plugging some new guys in, that, that's what we're looking for, uh, and and that's sort of sort of what we've seen as far as being inconsistent. You know, sometimes on both sides of the ball, 
we look really good. We're doing some really good things, and then uh, other times uh, not so much. So uh, that's that's the goal week to week, uh, play to play, just being more consistent with uh, with our steps and our rules on offense, and then uh, just our run fits on when we're on defense. So we we plugged a couple different guys in, and and uh, we're still trying to find that uh, that chemistry. But I think we're I think we're pretty close. As we mentioned, basically uh, most of your skill players are back. Starting quarterback, of course, and Forsman, uh, Chandler Cotton, good running back for you. You've even got a few guys that can go out there and catch the ball. Uh, it looks like you've kind of kept the balance there, run pass. What have you uh, seen from uh, some of those returning guys so far this year? Yeah, we got uh, we got some good good skill kids. Um, they do good things on both sides of the ball. Uh, but offensively, uh, we got some kids who uh, – we can stretch the field a little bit. Um, David, our quarterback, um, puts puts the ball out there pretty good for him. And uh, I don't know, they I, as far as chemistry goes, they have, they have pretty good chemistry. So um, I don't know. It, it's uh, it's nice to have those weapons, and uh, it's nice to have a, a running back in the backfield who can uh, who can get you some yards in the run game too. So uh, we try to stay balanced. And then flipping over on defense, uh, our kids on the back end, our safeties and corners. Uh, they're they're pretty pretty experienced for the most part, and, and they got a lot of games under their belt. So we sort of lean on them when we're on defense. So we got some good kids. Sounds like I might be calling the name Dallas Rogers a little bit when Carney has the ball tonight. At least if he's done what he's been doing the first three games, you'll need him tonight. Yeah, Dallas is awesome. He's he's, a, he's an incredible kid. Uh, he's a team captain as a junior. Uh, the kid's just a phenomenal uh, phenomenal person first and foremost. I know that's cliche, but it's true. Um, and then uh, he's a very, very, very solid uh, inside linebacker for us. He's—I don't know if he's the flashiest guy in in, uh, in the state. However, he—he he, he talked about consistency and uh, having a nose for the ball and being exactly where you need to be. Uh, that's that's Dallas, and um, you know he he makes plays. So he's he's one of those guys who who's always around the football, and he's a pretty sure tackler. He's uh, he's aggressive and. He, uh, he's tough, and, and uh, we're excited. We're excited for him this year, and then we get him one more one more year next year. So he's a he's a great uh, great kid for our team. Chatting with Papillion La Vista South head football coach Tim Cleminger, getting ready for Carney High. Tell me a little bit about what you see in the Bearcats as you prepare for tonight's game. Yeah, they're they're very very solid, solid through and through. Um, got a lot of respect for Coach Cool and, and their program, what they do and how they do it. Um, you know, those, you know, it's not a Coincidence that uh, you know they went far last year, and, and those guys, uh, uh, the kids this year, are, are back, and, and uh, you can see a lot of those things uh, when they're on offense. Obviously, it starts with um, with their skill kids. You know, quarterback, running back, and big number ninety. Um, we uh, our kids are are focused on on uh, those three for sure. No disrespect to the other other guys that they got, but uh, um, between uh, those three, we gotta gotta stop them and. Uh, if we do, I think we'll we'll be competitive. And then when we're on offense, their uh, their defense is very uh, oh very uh, you know they like to slant and they like to blitz and they like to show different things and stuff. And uh, so they try to confuse you a little bit. And they uh, we like we we really like their their linebackers and and a couple of kids on their D line, uh, meaning that they're pretty darn good players and they're physical and they get to the ball so. I think we got our, our, uh, you know, our work cut out for us. Uh, however, I think our kids will be ready to play and 
should be a good game. And Tim, I know when the non-Metro teams meet up with Metro teams, usually speed always comes into play. What would you say about the team speed on your squad this year? Yeah, I think, you know, for Papio South, where, we're, where we've been, uh, uh, we got just as much, if not more, team speed uh, as you know, we, we've had in the past, uh, or at least in recent memory. I, you know, we have some guys that special teams, <clears throat> offense and defense, they, they can, they can get out and go a little bit. Uh, however, those Bearcats, they got some, they got some <laughs> speed over there too. Obviously, with the Masoner kid and and a couple of their other guys, they can they can burn it. So, uh, you know, when we're on defense, we got to contain that kid and and not give him uh, open space because if we do, it'll be it'll be a quick six. Well, coach, uh, can't wait to see another ball game here between a couple of two and one squads. See who can get to win number three tonight. We appreciate the time and uh, good luck. You bet, Doug. Thank you. That's Titan head coach Tim Clemenger here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll be back and talk with Carney high coach Brandon Cool right after this timeout. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Classic Hits Power 99. Carney High on the road to try and get their third straight win against Papillion La Vista South and head coach Brandon Cool with us again this week and coach uh, always nice to get a win but it sure was a tale of two halves last week uh, after you look at the film and had a few days to look back at the game uh, kind of describe how you were hot in the first half and how things really changed in the second half for you. No I think it's a double-edged sword whenever you're uh analyzing uh you know the entire football game i thought we did a great job of um, working with each other here uh, matching our offensive defense in the first half and, and trying to get an opportunity to uh, get the short field i thought our defense played outstanding we were able to get pressure on the quarterback hit some explosive plays on offense and then uh, you know scored 17 unanswered points there in the uh, um in the four minutes left in the second quarter which really were backbreakers for us uh uh, for for them as we uh, went into the halftime and you know obviously we were rotating in some uh, you know different guys some young guys and and all of a sudden Norfolk made a comeback in the second half and uh, Tom Olson does a great job his kids competed hard for all four quarters and um, we'd like to get a first down uh, with the young guys to kind of keep the clock rolling we'd like to stop them on defense they threw a couple big pass plays and and uh, all of a sudden they're back into the football game so uh, not easy to get your varsity guys on the sideline, and all of a sudden, uh, the last five minutes of the game, you got to get them padded back up and, <laughs> and finish out the football game. So, part of the business, and uh, we're not going to lose too much sleep about it uh, and uh, move on. So, no concern about uh, the first teamers in the third quarter? No, no, we're, we have no concerns. We, uh, in fact, I'm not even for sure. That's what we talked about in our coaches' meeting. We, we really didn't have our first team out there 
uh, in the first uh, we did first team offense, uh, but we did not do our first team defense, and and uh, obviously double edged sword there. We uh, trying to get some reps with some young guys for uh, future uh, district opportunities, and and it just didn't work out well for us. So um, no no concern, we'll be ready to go here on uh, against Papio South. Talk with the head football coach of the County Bearcats, Brandon Cool. What'd you think about the way uh, your twos or threes even were playing against some of Norfolk starters? You know what? Uh, anytime we can get some game experience on Foster Field with some of these young kids, uh, that bodes well for us. If uh, the injury bug hits and we got to kind of develop some depth along the way, uh, there's some things that uh, we worked uh, that we did a nice job on. There's some things that uh, we gave up too many big plays and we just couldn't get a first down. And, or couldn't complete a pass or couldn't get that special first down in, in, in the second half to kind of move the chain. So, um, you know, that's why we have a JV program and a sophomore program to get those guys ready to go for next year. And, and uh, again, it's uh, one of those things where uh, we, we, uh, we got through the game and uh, got through the game healthy, and so uh, we'll prepare for, for Papio South. Well, a big first quarter, obviously, for Miko Maisner. It was nice to have him back. You always try to have more than uh, just one tool. And I know the coaches here, at least the last couple of weeks, have been talking about their concern uh, of Seth Stroh. Uh, he's gotten much bigger. Talk about what he brings to you, especially on the offensive side. Yeah, you got a double-edged, double-edged sword on trying to figure out if you're going to help defend uh, uh, the option game or the running game, uh, especially our perimeter stuff's working well right now. And then you got uh, get one-on-one matchups. And I think that just uh, goes against uh, Nor- uh, Norfolk's defense. They're going to stack the box, and they're going to bring two, maybe three, sometimes four guys on a blitz. And so the guys up front did a good job of picking up a blitz. I thought Brayton had time to throw the ball the entire night, so that, that was awesome to see. And then I think when Steph, uh, Seth gets a one-on-one oppor- opportunity out there, uh, he's done a good job of taking advantage of it. And so it's a connection between uh, Braden and, and Seth that's really worked well for us here the last couple of weeks. Talking with Kearney football coach Brandon Cool as they take on Papillion La Vista South. Uh, Papillion uh, looks like a, a Class A program that maybe is just a notch away from uh, elevating themselves into a, a top 10, top 5 type of program. They got a lot of uh, their skill guys back. Uh, they've got a good line, but they didn't have a whole lot of experience there. What have you seen on film from them? Yeah, I, I would kind of I would agree with your statement. Um, uh, you analyze them in the off season. Uh, you watch about three or four games from uh, last year, and they do have some experience coming back and some good athletes uh, within their program. And uh, I would agree with you. They're kind of on the verge of uh, really kind of exploding here at Papillion South. I don't know where they're at in their in their you know developmental programs in the freshman and sophomore level. But uh, as you analyze those guys, they play extremely hard. They're well coached and uh, very disciplined on defense. They're going to be very aggressive, but they're not going to give you a lot of different looks like we saw last week against Norfolk. Uh, offensively, they've really evolved offensively. They're going to give us a ton of different uh, looks in the run game, and they're going to get you sucked up, sucked up, and all of a sudden they're going to throw that fade pass or that seam pass, and that's been very good for them here in the in the last uh, couple of games. And so. Uh, we just can't find a way to get ourselves beat deeper. It's going to be a long night for us. And then you throw in their special teams. Uh, they were able to return a kickoff return against Papio the week one. Uh, they do some funky stuff on uh, two-point conversion, extra point stuff, where they get in a little bit of a swinging gate look. Uh, punt team, they'll spread the field and kind of do a little bit of a rugby-style punt. And so uh, special team-wise, they give us a lot of different looks that we're really not prepared for. 
Norfolk threw three different types of quarterbacks at you last week. Uh, I assume in the end that'll be good that you uh, were able to go against three different styles. Uh, what would you say is, you touched on a little bit, but what would you say is Forsman's style here for Papio? Can you get some pressure on this guy? I hope so. We're trying to get to the point where um, we have to get that guy, uh, yeah, we have to get pressure on him before he wants to throw the football. I think offensive line-wise, uh, they're going to give us um, some good protection. Looks like we got some guys up front that can, can move, again, uh, move a little bit. I don't know if they're necessarily uh, huge and big and overpowering, but uh, uh, they got some guys that uh, can protect. And then the Forsman kid, he's a good job of distributing the ball. Um, they got a kind of one, two receivers that they really like to throw to that uh, got a little foot speed that can get behind us. Uh, so for, for us to survive, we're going to, number one, you got to stop the run. And it uh, looks like their run game is solid. And then obviously when they mix up the pass and the run, we have to have, to have, have a lot of pressure on that quarterback. Carney coach Brandon Cool getting ready to uh, go on the road for the only time here in a month, so that's nice from that standpoint. Get to come back home for a couple of games against the Metro as we get uh, close to getting into uh, district play here in, in the second part of the season. So, Coach, uh, look forward to a good game on the road tonight, and uh, best of luck. Thanks for the time. All right, thanks for your coverage. That's Brandon Cool, head coach of the Carney Bearcats. We'll be back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show to take a look at the starting lineups from Papillion right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. If you've come to the conclusion that you need to upgrade the interior of your home, that's a good first step. Your next step should be a visit to CMH Interiors, your home improvement headquarters in Kearney. CMH Interiors can help turn your current home into your dream home. They do cabinets for every budget, countertops, doors, windows, blinds, and anything that has to do with flooring. And they can make it happen today with available 12-month interest-free financing. So take the next step inside the doors of CMH Interiors, 4105 North 2nd Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back to Foundation Field here at Papillion. And tonight's starting lineups between the Carney Bearcats and the Titans of Papillion La Vista South brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. First off for the Titans at center, number 56, a six foot, 240 pound senior Brian Vincent. The guards on the left side, number 77, six foot, 225 pound junior Tom Rapayich. And the right guard, number 75, six foot, 295 pound junior Ethan Lamp. At the tackles on the left side, number 66, six two, 215 pound junior Owen Stock. And the right tackle, number 69, six foot, 230 pound senior Nate Karen. The wideouts at the X is number 80, 6'175 pound senior. The leading receiver for the Titans is Tony DeSotis. At the Y, number 87, 6'5, 205 pound junior Will Swanson. And at the Z, with some of those Carney connections, number two, 6'280 pound senior Chase Norblade. You'll also see some uh, of number seven, Mike McClanahan, at the running back and slot back position. The I back, number 27, 5'10, 195 pound senior Chandler Cotton. And the quarterback for the Titans, number 15, is David Forsman, 6-foot, 175-pound senior. Head coach at Papillion La Vista South is Tim Clevenger, and plenty of assistance to help him out along the way. They are 2-1 and one on the season with wins over Papillion La Vista, 36-25, Gretna. 
14 to 13, and then they fell to Bellevue West last week, 51 to 16. Now for the Bearcats of Kearney High, only one change offensively on the line from last week, and that will be at right tackle. Let's start with the center, number 59, 6'1", 269-pound junior, Josh Warner. The guards on the left side, number 56, 5'10", 214-pound senior, Josh Garlds. And the right guard for the Bearcats is number 77, 5'10", 271-pound senior in Seth Widewalt. The tackles on the left side, number 64, 6-foot, 255-pound senior, Tristan Brueggemann. And the right tackle is 6'1", 270-pound senior, Carson Huerta. The halfback is number 1, 5'9", 145-pound senior, Kale Masters. At the wide receiver positions, your X is the leading receiver, number 90, 6'3", 201-pound junior, Seth Stroh. Rotating at the Y, number 84, 5'11", 190-pound senior, Grant Kowalski. And number 11, 6'1", 174-pound senior, Jacob Larson. At the Z, number 7, 6'2", 180-pound junior, Braden Rich. The I-back for the Bearcats is number 3, 6'1", 178-pound junior, Miko Maisner. And the quarterback for Kearney High is number 10, 6'2", 201-pound senior, Braden Miller. The head coach of the Carney Bearcats is Brandon Cool, assisted by Brad Archer, Steve Cherry, Bart Chrome, Brian Haas, Wade Halverson, Chad Carr, Pete Crop, Daniel Martin, Kyle Peters, Brecken Reed, and Darren Van Winkle. After dropping the season opener to Grand Island, the Bearcats have won the last two at home over Lincoln North Star and Norfolk. And after tonight's road game, they're back home the next two weeks against Omaha Benson and Millard West as district play gets underway. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. As far as the injuries, we know from the beginning of the season that David, Davis Skiles has been out for Kearney High. And on the Papillion La Vista side, uh, Coach Clemenger says they had some bumps and bruises after last week, but he didn't see anybody in the two deep that would be on the sideline. So both teams, for the most part, are in pretty good health. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Again, plenty of football tonight. Kearney Catholic against undefeated Ogallala, ESPN 1460. And St. Cecilia Wood River, ESPN 1550. Adams Central against undefeated Gothenburg, 1230 AM KHAS. and Twin Loop getting ready to go on the breeze, 94.5 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And we're about ready to go here. Kearney High and Papillion La Vista South, the battle of two and one teams in week four. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. The kickoff is next. JB Sales, Hilltop Mall Carney has it all. They have lots of pocket knives, hunting knives, American made rod of cutlery, samurai swords, many unique flags, rainbow flags, hats, belt buckles, gag gifts, antiques, furniture, and so much more. New location inside the mall next to Pennies. Looking for a unique gift or an accessory to your Halloween costume? Well, you will find it at JB Sales. JB Sales in the Hilltop Mall wishes all the area athletes good luck. Peerless Well Drilling and Pump Repair in Kearney gives you what you need most, water. Peerless Well Drilling takes pride in bringing water right to your home with residential well drilling, sprinkler wells, and increasing your crop shield with quality irrigation. Quality, professional, affordable. At Peerless Well Drilling and Pump Repair, our service is, well, peerless. And available seven days a week. Peerless Well Drilling in Kearney. Look us up at peerlessirrigation.com. Good luck to all the area athletes. Well, the opening toss tonight was won by the Kearney Bearcats. They deferred, so Papillion La Vista South will receive the football here tonight. You take a look at the weather, 
It's 89 degrees, feels like 93, according to our friends at the uh, weather board. South-southeast winds at approximately 13 miles per hour. The humidity, 47%. And that is where we are at tonight for high school football. And the field here at Papio does set north-south. As Papillion La Vista, South High School, they have to kind of come down some stairs from the school. It's actually a little bit of a trot to get to the football field from where they're at. As we said, it's very spacious uh, with the track around the field and the stand setting back somewhat like you had over at Seacrest Field in Lincoln. So they are just entering the field right now, getting ready for a kickoff with the American flag up front. Carney High does have a few more players on their roster than Papillion La Vista South does. Of course, that may trim down when they are on the road. The Titans will wear their black uniforms with blue, dark blue, blue numbers and dark helmets, the traveling white tops and blue pants with the white helmets for the Carney High Bearcats. The wind from the south, as we said, so when the Titans receive the football, Carney High should get it in the end zone with Hines as he comes out to put the tee on the ground and get this thing underway. It'll be interesting to see how Carney's defense uh, will be able to get some things done here against Papillion La Vista South. You heard what Coach Cool said about the second half last week, putting some second teamers in, trying to get some more playing time when they were up 31 to nothing. We'll see if there's any kind of a change from what he does here today because, as he said, you know, then we had to put some of our starters back in, and that's not usually what you want to do. The entire field is just about under some shade. There's just a couple of slivers between the goal lines. One over at about the uh, 20-yard line on the north side as Papio will send back their two returners, Chase Norblade to the near side, and on the far side, Tony Nasotis, and those are two of their better wide receivers. So we're ready to go on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Amherst, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. High school football week four. Here on PlatteRiverPreps.com as well. And here's the kick by Hines. High, sails, and it is headed towards the pylon and stays inbounds and gets into the end zone. And so it'll be a touchback. And this is where the Bearcats will put their defense down. And Papillion La Vista South will get on the field here with their offense to start things first down and 10. Glad to have you along with us, Doug Duda, and our producer-engineer, Cassie Sloan. Again, if you want to follow along with area football games, PlatteRiverPreps.com has the scoreboard up. If you are at a game, give us a call or a text, 646-0506, 308-646-0506. Give us the score and the point in the game, and we will get that updated. We've done a really good job here over the last couple of seasons of having the very latest, but there's always a couple, three that slip through the cracks. David Forsman in the pistol. Twins to the left. Cotton stands right behind him about two yards. Long count, and Forsman bobbles the snap. Now he can't find his running back, and he's going to have to scramble, and he's going to be dropped for a five-yard loss. Bobbled the pistol snap, and in there to get the tackle behind the line of scrimmage is Corbin Foster along with Jeremiah Hageman. Hageman had a really good game last week with Norfolk, so not exactly what they were trying to do on the RPO there. It was going to be a run by Cotton, but the quarterback, Forsman, could not handle the snap. So it'll be second down and 15 at their own 15-yard line. Probably the same play. They haven't changed personnel at all. They break the huddle quickly, and they'll hand it to Cotton off the left side. Carney's all over it. And in there is Kale Masters to drop him down behind the line of scrimmage again. 
That's going to be a loss of three on the play for Cotton. And so it's going to be third down and 18 for Papillion La Vista South. Not the start that they were hoping for here. Carney getting a little help on a bobbled snap, and then they kind of knew what the play was, and they were all over that one. Grant Kowalski down at that right defensive end position. Five wideouts. Cotton now in the slot. On the jet sweep, they're just going to fake it to him. Quarterback draw. Forsman across the 15. Breaks a tackle. Trying to hold on to the football. He'll get to about the 19. So Coach Clemenger just playing it safe there. After things didn't start out well going into the win, they didn't want to turn it over. They're going to try and punt this football away. So it's going to be a gain of six on the play for Forsman. And it'll be fourth down and 11 yards to go. And a punting situation here for Papio. Into that win, Carney should get excellent field position here as Trey Rodriguez stands at midfield. And the high, booming punt sets up there. Fair catch called for and made at the Carney 47-yard line. So a punt that time of 34 yards and no return. Not bad considering the win. And Carney High will start on offense at their own 47-yard line after the three and out. So the Bearcats... Ready to get their offense rolling here with Braden Miller. Miko Maisner checking over to the sideline. Maisner waits for Miller to come in with the play. Carney wideouts already set. Twins to the right. Single to the left. Miller will be in the pistol. And Maisner will be to his right. They like to run that little option to the left last week. They'll run it to the right this time. Miller's going to keep it. He's at midfield into Titan territory at the 45-yard line. Again, an eight on first down. And it'll be second down and two. Miller actually is the leading rusher for this Bearcat football team. But again, Maisner has been injured, and most of his yardage this season came on that 71-yard touchdown run last week. Brandon Rich split wide to the left. Slot right will be Masters, and wide right will be Stroh. Bearcats break the huddle with the ball on the right hash near the Bearcats sideline. Quick snap, pitch play to Mazner to the short side. Mazner gets through the open hole, gets to the 40, and they'll shove him out of bounds at the 39-yard line. A gain on the play of six yards for Miko Mazner, and Carney High gets a first down. Just two plays in. Really good start here for the Bearcats. We're just two minutes into the ball game, but it was three and out for South, and Carney with the wind in the face of the South punter was able to take over at their own 47, and they've already picked up 13 yards. They'll mark him down squarely at the 40-yard line, first down and 10. Twins left, quick snap. Miller looks left and throws a little stop over here to the right side to Stroh, catches it at the 35-yard line, and steps out of bounds at the 34. Kane is six on the short little stop. They gave him too much cushion, and that was as easy as you're going to get right there. Second down and four. Coming in for Carney Heim will be Jeremiah Hageman. They put him in as a fullback or a halfback, if you will. They line up in a power eye formation quickly. Quick snap. Maisner follows Hageman off the left guard. He gets to the 30-yard line. He's got the first down for Carney High right at that 30-yard line. Should move the chains. We'll wait for the official spot here. Yeah, they make it inside the 30. So Maisner's going to pick up five on the play. Two carries, 11 yards. And another first down here for Carney High. Just across the 30 or inside the 30. Hustling out. Direct snap to Miller. He's going to run option. Keep it himself. Dive forward to the 26. Get close to the 25-yard line. Finding gaps off the left tackle that time. Braden Miller. It's going to be a gain of three. And it'll be second down and seven. You're listening to high school football here on Power 99 in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. 
Thanks to Jeremy Van Acker, the athletic director, and all the folks here at Papillion La Vista South for their hospitality on this Friday night football game. Miller, quick little slant out here, and it's going to be caught at the 20. Stroh puts it in his hand like a sack of bread and steps out of bounds near the 18-yard line, and that's going to be enough for the first down. Two for two here for Miller to Strome. Short gains. That'll be first down and 10 at the 18-yard line. Bearcats coming out with purpose here on this opening drive that started at their own 47-yard line. Stroh will split out wide to the left. Hageman stays in. They'll go to the eye. Hustle to the line. Miller, first count. Pitch play right side. Maisner trying to pop outside. Breaks a tackle 15. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. He's to the pylon. Touchdown, Carney High. Miko Mazder from 18 yards out got a good block from his right end and a good downfield block from his wide receiver, which I believe was rich down there. And it's an 18-yard run for Mazner and the Bearcats on the board on their opening drive, 53 yards, 8.42 to go here in quarter number one. Now the PAT for Gabe Hines. Hines gets squared up. Here's the snap, perfect. The kick is away, and it is up and good. So our five points bank touchdown, an 18-yard run off right in by Miko Maisner, a 53-yard drive with 8.42 to go. In the first quarter of play, it's Carney High 7, Papillion La Vista South, nothing on Power 99. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Hines ready to boot the ball away, and it's a low-line driver. Takes a bounce at about the 8-yard line, tries to be fielded, and then slides into the end zone. And in high school, that is still a touchback. Papio South went back to pick the football up at the goal line, but the official said no. Here in high school, no matter how it gets into the end zone, it's a touchback. So first down and 10 at the Papio South 20-yard line. Carney up on top 7-0 after each team has... Had the ball one time. Didn't start well for Papio South. They bobbled the first snap. Then they got Cotton for a three-yard loss. So they decided on third and 18 to just play it safe. First down and 10. Cotton to the left of Forsman, the quarterback. Forsman, quick little pop pass out here in the flat, and it's dropped by their leading receiver, Tony Nasotis. It looked like he was ready to turn up the field for a significant gain, and it just slipped right through his hands on Forsman's first pass of the game. Second down and 10. Neither team really does a conventional huddle. The two times that Carney did it, they broke out of that power eye formation when they brought Hageman in. Here they just check the sideline and ready to go. Three wide again. Twins left, single right. Forsman out of the pistol. 
This time, Cotton right behind him. Carney's coming with the bliss. Hagman blows up the quarterback, but he got rid of it in time and across the 20 to the 22-yard line. Cotton, a short gain. Hagman came through there untouched and was a millisecond away from dropping the quarterback just as he took the snap. So Cotton, a two-yard gain. And so far, not much going offensively here for the Titans. Third down and eight at their own 22-yard line. 7 nothing, Carney. Eight minutes to go here in quarter number one. This time it looks like they're going to go wildcat because Cotton's the only man in the backfield. They direct snap it to him. He'll run to his left, looks for a hole, gets across the 25, spins off the tackle attempt that time of the Bearcats. Parker Brush and is going to be just short at the 29-yard line. In fact, it might be between the 29 and the 30. They'll mark him at the 29 again as 7 for Cotton. Had this been a little bit farther down the field, the Titans would go for it, but it's fourth and one at their own 29-yard line, and Coach Clemenger way too early to take a gamble like that. Rodriguez will stand back at his own 40, waiting for the punt this time from McClanahan. Zach Kemp. Ooh, the ball is shanked off the foot of the punter, and it is going to go out of bounds at the 43-yard line. Trying to put a little extra on it that time was the punter, Zach Kep. Goes out of bounds at the 40, 48. And it is going to be marked at the 40. Where are they finally going to put it down at? 43. That's going to be a 14-yard punt. So Carney started at the 47, went 53 yards. Now they get to start at the Papio South 43-yard line. Already leading it by a score of 7 to nothing. We'll take a look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard here in just a moment. Already some scores on the board. First and 10 out of the shotgun. Miller, quarterback draw, and he's hitting the backfield. This time, Papio South read it well, and they stood him up for a loss at the 45-yard line. That's going to be a loss of two for Braden Miller. Chase County has kicked the field goal to lead Holdridge 3-0. Ord has scored at home against Central City, a touchdown waiting the PAT. Northwest scores first on Aurora, 7-0, and Scott has taken a 7-0 lead over York. Of course, for Northwest, they've been up on top the last couple games and couldn't hold it against McCook or Scott's Bluff. Miller, tight end, pop pass over the middle. It's complete at the 40-yard line. Hauling it in is Corbin Foster for a gain of five on the play, and that'll bring up third down and eight. So all three passing attempts by Miller have been short, 6, 8, and 5, but they've all been complete, the first two to Stroh, and that one right over the middle to Corbin Foster. Bearcats are probably in two-down territory here, so on third and eight, let's see what Coach Cool decides to do. Short pass again, a run, just to see what you got to do on fourth down. Bearcats better hurry, though. They're up to the line with six. They're ready to go. Miller takes the snap, looking deep right the whole way, and he's going to be sacked. Almost strip-sacked back at the 44-yard line. Good rush by Papio South. And Lanier gets the tackle, and Carney High has their right guard, Seth Weidwalt, getting up very slowly. He got rolled up on. And a loss on the play of four. So now you don't have to decide probably what to do if you're Carney. It's fourth down and 11 at the 44, so they couldn't take advantage of the great field position this time. And the Bearcats will punt it away. Braden Miller is also the punter. Max protects. Here comes the rush. He'll 
pop it up into the air, hoping for a good bounce at the 15. He got a bad bounce. It's going to get into the end zone. Well, yeah, it did. Boy, good hustle down there by the Bearcats' Will Richter, but they're not going to give it to him. And a 44-yard punt, but it is a touchback, so net 24. And Papillion Levis to south. First down and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Carney up 7 to nothing. 5-19 to go here in the first quarter from Foundation Field in Papillion. The Titans' offense ready to go, but the official has to set the ball first, and Forsman back in there at the quarterback, flanking him just off to his right side is his eye-back Chandler Cotton. Again, two three-and-outs for the Titans on their first two possessions. Twins to the right this time, single to the left. Carney looks like they want to bring pressure with Richter on the right side again. Forsman takes the snap. They'll run it away from that pressure. Cotton cuts it back up on the seam, finds a little hole to the 25 to the 27-yard line. That's one of the better plays so far for Papillion La Vista South. It's going to be a gain of seven on the play and bring up second down and three. So for Carney, they got to hope that that chance there to start in Titan territory is not going to come back and hurt them. Because Papillion La Vista didn't look very good on the first two drives, and now maybe they could get something going on this third drive and be positive towards the end of the first quarter. 7 nothing Cats. On second down and three, Forsman out of the shotgun. This time, Twins to the wide side. They get it to Cotton. He tries to stretch it out there. He's strung out and dives forward to get back to the line of scrimmage. They might give him the 28. It'll be third down and short. Cotton just trying to find that hole to explode through, and there just wasn't one, so he dove forward to get what he could. And it'll be up third down and two for the Titans. Ball at their own 28-yard line. Homecoming here for Papillion La Vista South. Good crowd on hand. Pretty good traveling for Carney High as well. And now they'll go to that Wildcat again. Cotton, the only man back there, takes the snap, wants to come to his right. Oh, there's a hold, and he's going to get the first down. Oh, my goodness. Corbin Foster just about had his jersey ripped off right where Cotton cut up, and there's no penalty flag. Wait till the coaches see that on film. Across the 35 to the 36, it's a nice run by Cotton. He picks up eight, and a first down here for Papillion La Vista South. At the 36-yard line, their first first down of the game on their third drive, and so they're just going to keep Cotton back there. All by himself as the Wildcat. This time he starts left, cuts back to the right, and he'll run into the wall. Jackson Worley is there to wrap him up as he picks up a couple to the 38-yard line. Well, when you have to change things up like this, that means the Carney defense has done a great job, and Papio South has to find something to do. But, boy, taking the ball out of Forsman's hands, who's a pretty good passer, maybe they just don't want to worry about going into the wind here that's between 13 and 16 mile an hour so far. In the first quarter, Papio South a little late getting the play in. They come over the ball with five seconds. Forsman is in there on second down and seven. And he takes the snap with one second on the clock. A little hitch out here to Nasaurus. He'll catch it. Short gain to the 43-yard line. It's going to be a gain of four, the first completed pass of the game for Papio South. And Nasaurus, after dropping one on that same exact play earlier in the quarter, able to grab one there. So third down and two here for the South Titans. At their own 44-yard line, trailing 7 to nothing, 2.40 to go. First quarter, Carney High. Back to just Cotton in the backfield. Snap it to him, heads to his left. It's working. He's got the first down easily out to about the 48-yard line. A gain of four. 
So as we said, Carney didn't cash in. Now back-to-back first downs and a little bit of change of momentum here at home for Papillion La Vista South. Grand Island is on the board out at North Platte. They lead it 7-0. Adams Central has jumped out on Gothenburg, 7-0. Centura leads Hershey, 7-0. And Sandy Creek scores first on Freeman tonight, 7-0. Centennial, number one, leading number three, Sutton, 14-0 already in the first quarter. Big game there in Class C2. First and ten, Titans of Papillion La Vista South at their own 48. Carney showing blitz from the right end with Richter. That's where they run it, but it is going to be Cotton to bounce off that. Then they stand him up and shove him backwards. He got about a yard out to the 49-yard line. Cotton so far has carried the ball nine times for 29 yards. They went back and forth between running him out of the wildcat all by himself or having him back there with Forsman. Usually when you see that wildcat, you at least see another back back there, but every time that it's been Cotton, he's just all by himself, so... Carney knows that he's getting the ball. They just don't know which way he's going, and they use an extra blocker. Four wideouts now, trips to the left on second down and nine. Forsman, long count, now says something to his running back. And wants to throw behind the line of scrimmage, down the sideline. It's complete to the 50 into Carney territory to the hands of Chase Norblade, and he'll get into the Bearcats 47, maybe the 46-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five on the play. Of course, everybody in the world will put that down as a pass. Actually, behind the line of scrimmage there for Norblade. And it'll be third down, and we will call it four at the Kearney 46-yard line. This is the first snap the Titans have had in Bearcat territory. And now we're going to get a whistle and a timeout, it looks like. They were going to line up in that wildcat, but we're going to have a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you. A minute 23 to go in the first quarter. Kearney 7, Papio South nothing. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Third down and four as Cotton takes the snap. He wants to get way outside. They string it out. They string it out. Foster hits him. He stays on his feet. He spins, but then the rest of the Bearcats get to him. And nothing doing that time for Cotton. Foster did a good job of sniffing that out. He'll actually lose a yard on the play. And so it'll be fourth down and five yards to go. So they got a couple of first downs. But the Titans will punt for the third time. Last time, Kep didn't get a very good punt away off the side of his foot for 14 yards. Again, still into the wind. It's a fake. They'll throw out here to the flat. It's complete for a first down. 39-yard line to DeSotis. That was a beautiful pass. And again, 
into Carney Bearcat territory at the 36. That's a gain of 11, but there is a flag. There is a flag. And kind of in a weird spot on the field. Might be defensive holding on the Bearcats. Or else illegal man downfield on Papio South. If the play stands, it'll go for 11 yards and a first down. If not, Carney will take over at the 47 yard, their own 47. Let's see what our ref says. Yep, they picked it up. The flag was for an eligible downfield. They talked about it and said no. So Mike McClanahan, as we said, kind of shows up everywhere. He was the man back there, and he was able to execute the fake punt. Now let's see if they're able to keep it going here for Papio South. The drive that started at their own 20 is now at the Kearney 36-yard line. Clock running under 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter. First down and 10 at the Bearcat 36. Carney up 7-0. Twins left. Ball on the short side, and they want to throw it. Ball fake. A little contact. Now he's hit as he throws, and it's underthrown. It was a hitch and go. And Forsman was hit, and it shows up about 10 yards behind DeSotis, and Carney didn't have anybody that noticed that he was hit either, so just falls helplessly to the ground. And Forsman now one of three for four yards. Rodriguez back there on the coverage, stopping the clock with 13 seconds to go in the first quarter. Carney marched right down the field, a 53-yard drive, 18-yard run by Maisner, and that's where we've been ever since. Second and 10 at the 36 of the Bearcats. Handed off to Cotton, left side, trying to get outside, nowhere to go. Bounces off Kowalski, then gets stood up and drilled at the line of scrimmage. Carney High is right there again. Parker Brush among those that drop Cotton for no gain, and that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter of play. Week four, a pair of 2 one teams down here at Foundation Field in Papillion. Your score, the Carney Bearcats 7, the Titans of Papio South, nothing here on Power 99. For many people, August, September, and October are the best months for boating. The lake water is warm, the fish are biting, and the water levels are up. But what would make boating even better would be a weekend of boating on Buzz's Marine. Head to Buzz's Marine today to get all the details. And while you're there, check out Buzz's huge inventory of new and pre-owned boats. Factory rebates and low APR financing are available. That's Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney, and online at buzzesmarine.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. With our producer-engineer, Cassie Sloan, Doug Duda back with you here as we get ready to start the second quarter of play. Friday night football, third and ten for Papillion La Vista South. They'll send Norblade in motion, give it to him on the jet sweep from left to right. He'll cut up the field. Here's a penalty flag, 30-25. He's got the first down near the 20-yard line. But the referee says, nah, you held. And our first penalty of this football game is going to go against Papio South for holding and negate a first-down run and bring him about third and 20-plus. be interested to see where they mark this off. See, here's the problem. 
Last week we saw this with Norfolk as well. They throw the flag, and the hold probably occurred somewhere along the line of scrimmage, but the ref drops the flag about five yards behind, and the team gets that knocked on. So it's like third down. they got to get to the 25. They're back at midfield. It's going to be third and 24. So we'll have to look that over, talk to our main man, Jimmy Langan, see what that's all about. So third and forever, but the wind behind the back here. Forsman on the jet sweep. He's going to hand it off again. They'll see what they can get, and that's not much. Making the tackle is going to be Jeremiah Hageman up at the 47-yard line on the jet sweep again. Nothing going for Chase Norblade. He got three. (laughs) And it'll bring up fourth down. Cotton had 28 yards rushing, and they had 15 total yards passing, did Papio, in the first quarter of play. This time, though, they'll have to punt it away after converting a fake earlier. McClanahan boots it. That one is headed to the end zone, and Rodriguez will let it go. A 47-yard punt with no return, and Carney will start at their 20-yard line after having excellent field position, their own 47, and the South 44 on their first two possessions. They lead it 7-0, 11.06 to go here in the second quarter. On Classic Hits Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Riverdale, Pleasanton. And we'll take a look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard here in just a moment. Run you down from uh, some of the eight-man games. Again, not very many. There are 61 schools that are on a bye this week, primarily six and eight-man. High formation with two wideouts, straight ace. Hageman, the fullback, they're going to hand it to him and got to the line of scrimmage, maybe picked up one. And we'll be up second down and nine. They used Jeremiah two or three times last week. And it was about like that every time just to kind of keep the defense honest. Second down and nine at their own 21. Seven to nothing Bearcats. So after that, what was fairly easy first drive, we haven't seen much from either team. Kemp now in as the eyeback. Hageman the fullback. Twins to the right side, empty left. Fake the pitch, quarterback rolls right, looking to go deep, throws it underneath, and it's going to be complete into the hands of Kowalski at the 30 to the 35 to the 36-yard line. It's a gain of 15. So Miller now is 4 for 4 for 34 yards. Out of Aircat first down, their fifth of the game. Carney Catholic has taken a 7-6 to lead over Ogallala on ESPN 14-60 in quarter number one. So a good fake handoff, bootleg right. And finding Kowalski cutting across the field from left to right from his tight end. Option now, quarterback Miller. Late pitch out there to Kemp. Kemp actually slides a tackle and gets out to the 40-yard line. That was a dangerous late pitch. A gain of four for Alex Kemp. Bring up second down and six yards to go for Carney High. McClanahan in there from his defensive back position to make the tackle for the Titans. Split out wide to the right here is going to be Will Richter. Slot right. Lone man far left side. And on the fake handoff, quarterback draw Miller. Miller comes up the middle of the field to the 43 to the 44-yard line. A gain of four, and that'll bring up third down and short. We'll call it two yards to go here for Carney High. Nine and a half to go first half. And it's Carney seven. Papillion La Vista South, nothing. Rolling along here so far from Foundation Field. Miller checked with the sideline. Stroh wide right. 
Looks like Masters is your slot to the right side. Kemp is still in there as the running back. And out of the pistol, hard count movement. I think we're going to get off sides on south. He didn't make contact, but in high school you don't have to. He crossed the line of scrimmage. Let's see what our officials say. And our referee says it is offsides on the defense, and that'll be a Carney high first down. Second turnover. Your friendly Friesen Ford. On Papio South, and Carney High will move up to their own 49 yard line, leading it 7 0. Grand Island now up on North Platte, 14 0. Northwest leads Aurora 10 6. Fake the option pitch. Miller straight up the middle. He's into Papio territory. Gets popped pretty good as he gets to the 47 yard line. A gain of four for Braden Miller. I've got him for six carries and 13 yards. McCook, 28. Beatrice, nothing in the first quarter. York has scored. York and Scott, 7-7 in the first quarter of play. Adam Central leading Gothenburg, 7-0 in the second. Ord up on Central City, 13-0 in the first. Chase County still leading Holdridge, 3-0. Minden up on Fillmore Central, 7-0. Kozad leads Sydney, 8-0. And there's a fumble on the snap. Carney's able to fall on it. Miller... But they're going to lose some yardage and bring up third down and eight. And we'll see what the Bearcats can do here. First fumble of the ball game. Carney able to cover it just across midfield. Miller hasn't went deep yet, and they'll send trips to the left, put Stroh over here, one-on-one coverage on the right side against Norblade. Miller looking left, under pressure. He gets hit, throws it down the field, and Masters is wide open for a touchdown. Carney high. Miller stood in there, and Kale Masters was wide open on the left seam. He hauled it in at the 20 in stride and takes it in for a 50-yard touchdown. 13-0 Bearcats, 7.52 to go here in the second quarter of play. That was a pretty, pretty pass. And he took a shot. He pops up. He's ready to go. And Hines now on for the extra point. Into the breeze. It's down a little bit. Low snap, but it's handled there by Miller. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. A 50-yard touchdown pass from Braden Miller to Kale Masters. 7.52 to go. Second quarter, Kearney 14. Papillion La Vista South, nothing. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. 
Gabe Hines has it teed up here. Let's see if he can get it there in the end zone. Low line drive kick. It's returnable. It bounces, and it's picked up at the 5. Nesotas is going to turn and hand it off to Norblade. 10 up the middle of the field, 15, 20, and he'll be drugged out at the 23-yard line by Owen Lytle. That'll be first down and 10, and there wasn't much left for Carney Bearcats if he had gotten past Lytle. The middle return never really garners a touchdown, but it about did there. And it will be Papio South at the 24. But I'm telling you, if he doesn't make the tackle there, he is well down the field, if not gone. So Papio South, limited to three first downs, all coming on their third drive, trying to get something going here with the win at the back. Send a man in motion from right to left, and they will hand it off to their uh, jet sweep man, and that is going to be Eddie Rosenthal. Across to the 25, out to the 30. And it looks like we got another flag. Sideline warning on Papio South. And they are going to call our running back in Rosenthal down after a gain of just one. So it'll be second down and nine. South has not taken that deep shot yet. You just kind of keep waiting for him to do that. Masters is out here, one-on-one coverage at the bottom of the formation. Forsman, long count on second and nine, and we've got penalty flags again. And this one looks like it's going to shove the Titans back five more. So a clean first quarter, but not here in the second quarter, the third penalty on Papio South. So they've tried a few different things here in the first half, but not much going on and no big plays at all. The biggest play they had was on the fake punt where McClanahan had an 11-yard pass. That's the biggest offensive play of the first half so far for the Titans, trailing 14 to nothing against Carney High, approaching seven minutes to go in the second quarter. And the quarterback, Forsman, calling the cadence, takes the snap, hands it off to Cotton, takes it back, gets hit in the backfield, and will not make it back to the line of scrimmage. Carney is all over. The backfield right now. They have found some openings. Kowalski with the pressure. The tackle made by Hageman. It's going to be a loss of one on the play for Forsman. Three carries for zero yards. And it's third down and 15 for South at their own 19-yard line. So Forsman, you would think, would be forced to actually throw one downfield. They went jet sweep on a couple third and longs already. Three wide outs. Cotton in the backfield. Forsman, three-step drop. Looking deep, going to throw it as far as he can down the left sideline for Nesotis, and Masters went for the interception. It's through his hands and incomplete. It was well played by Kale. He just didn't catch it, and it'll be fourth down. Nearly the fifth interception of the year for David Forsman. Masters, who had a touchdown on the last Carney offensive possession, couldn't grab that one. I guess he got the more important of the two. And here comes McClanahan in to punt it away. 34, 14, and 47, and then he ran the fake punt. Pressure, a little, good, high kick. Backing up, Rodriguez all the way to the 34-yard line. Starts right, cuts back left, has a little room. 35, 40, he'll be tripped up at the 44-yard line. A 47-yard punt that time. So back to back, 47-yard kicks. DeSotis is in there on the tackle for South and Carney High. 
has had good starting field position most of the night, and they'll start here at their own 44-yard line, leading it 14 to nothing with 6.08 to go. This will be a big road win, and I know there's a lot of game left, but it's the only road game in five weeks for Carney High. The last two are at home. The next two are at home. And then they'll fi- finish with two of the last three in Lincoln before North Platte, the final game of the year. Miller on the option, stringing it out. It's well covered. He'll pitch it to Mazer, who's back in there, breaks a tackle to the 45, and then popped out of bounds after a short gain out to about the 47-yard line. That was well defended by the Titans that time. Miller waiting, 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 and nobody would commit, so they kept going towards the sideline. It will be a gain of four. Mazner, that's his first carry since the 18-yard touchdown on the opening drive of the game. So he now has four carries for 33 yards. Second down and six. Pitch play, Mazner left side. Big hole, 50, 45, 44. He's got the first down. A gain of nine on the play for Miko. And Carney High continues to move it on the ground, get the quick play. Mazner comes over to the sideline. Looks like he'll check out. Trips to the right side this time. Slot right will be Norblade. Excuse me, slot right will be Foster, then Masters. And they're still waiting for the play call here. He sent Stroh by himself to the left. See if Miller just keeps it himself. Nope, going to hand it off around the right side, looking for some running room. 45-40 inside the 40-yard line here is going to be Sam Engberg carrying the football for the first time tonight. Good carry by Engberg. He'll get to the south 38-yard line. That is a gain of six. Second down and four, and both teams have used quite a few ball carriers here in the first half of play. A lot of time left here for Carney. They've got two timeouts remaining. Five minutes and change, up 14 to nothing. Second and four at the Titan 38-yard line. Miller, quarterback keeper, wanted to go up off left guard. Now pops it outside, has room, 35-30. He's into the secondary and tripped up there by McClanahan. He was the last man that could have got him, and Miller will take it for a gain of nine to the Titan 28-yard line. So the Kearney coaches upstairs, they're finding the holes, and the young men down to the blue and wider. Moving it right down the football field. Started at their own 44-yard line. They've taken it to the Titan 27. Up 14-0, 4.45 to go here before halftime in the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And Papio South says we need to catch a breather. Timeout on the field by Papio South. So each team has used one timeout here, and we'll have two timeouts remaining. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 4.43 to go first half. Kearney high, 14. Papio South, nothing. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Just a glorious night for high school football here in the Metro at Foundation Field. Doug Duda with you in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you Carney Bearcat football. And Carney Towing is on the road if you need them to bring your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. 
will be there. Carney's up 14 to nothing and looking for more as they have a first down and 10 at the Titan 28-yard line. Elsewhere, Carney Catholic has popped another one in late first quarter. They lead Ogallala 14-6, and Adams Central now 14-0 over Gothenburg in the second. First and 10, Bearcats at the 28. Trips right, Stroh to the left. Miller out of the shotgun, looking for Stroh. Now comes back over the middle, and it is deflected and incomplete. He was looking for Stroh. Stroh says, I was being held. Well, he was trying to run through the safety back there. Norblade McClanahan, but Norblade playing some good defense, and that is the first incomplete pass of the ball game here for the Bearcats. And it'll bring up second down and 10. Of course, Stroh had two receiving touchdowns in the win against Norfolk last week. And that helped him to that 31-0 halftime lead. Second and 10, hustle up to the line again. Trips right, Stroh again. They're going to dump a little screen pass underneath, complete to the 20, to the 15. And right at the first down marker, it's enough here for the Bearcats. Didn't see Carney utilize the screen much, but Hageman will haul that in. And another Carney Bearcat first down. From the 28th, they'll mark him at the 15, a gain of 13. Miller has been right on the money. Even that incompletion would have been right on Stroh's hand had he not ran into the defensive back. So Carney using some time, working their way towards the end zone again. Quarterback keeper following Hageman is Miller. He follows him right in with his center to the 10. The pile stands him up, still pushing him to about the 9. Then he gets out of there, but after the whistle had blown, they're going to say his forward progress is stopped at the 10-yard line. So it'll be second out and 5 at the Titan 10. And Papio, Coach Clevenger, and his crew hoping they can find a way to keep Carney out of the end zone here. 21-0, that's going to be a heck of a hole if they are able to put another one up here in the first half. 3.40 and counting. Trips to the right, Stroh to the left. Here comes the blitz. Quarterback keeper Miller around the left end. They string it out, and they drop him. The blitz works as they throw him for a three-yard loss back to the 13-yard line. And so that'll bring up third down and eight. And Carney High has the excellent field goal kicker in Gabe Hines. So, you know they'll be taking their shot here to get the first down, possibly to the end zone. Let's find out. Need eight for the first down, 13 for a touchdown. And we had a little problem there with the play clock, it looks like. So we have an official's timeout. Doug Duda with you. Cassie Sloan as well back at the studios. Jeff Babel taking care of our Platte River Prep scoreboard. You can follow along at platteriverpreps.com. Click on the live scores, and you'll see what's going on around the area tonight. St. Cecilia leading Wood River 14-6 on ESPN 1550. Centura leading Hershey 21-0 in the second. St. Paul over Malcolm 6-0. And they are going to put more time on the clock here. They're saying that, and they were right, Miller was thrown out of bounds. So they'll put a little more time on the clock, and we are up to 3.20 to go here before halftime. Third and eight, Carney at the 13-yard line of South. Miller out of the shotgun, stands back, blitz, slant, Masters, caught, touchdown. They took the chance to blitz him, and he did not get knocked down. Good offensive line play to pick that up, and standing in there, Miller to Masters for the second time tonight. 13 yards out, and Carney high with another five points bank touchdown to go up 20 to nothing. So last week, two touchdown passes to Stroh. 
this week. Two touchdown passes to Masters, and both of those were on third and eight. Hines for the extra point. Pounds it up and pounds it through. So Carney on the road for the only time in a month, and they're looking good. It's the Bearcats, 21. Papio South here on Homecoming. Nothing. You're listening to high school football on Classic Hits Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. And we're back in time to see Gabe Hines booted away. It'll be taken at the two-yard line by Norvlade. He fakes the end around, comes from left to right at the 10, runs into his own blocker, and is brought down at the 13-yard line. Great job, Corbin Foster. Not only did he fight off the blocker, he was able to make the tackle. He actually kind of drove his blocker into the ball carrier and then finished him off on his own. And field position has been huge, huge tonight. Papio South hasn't had good field position once, and this time they start at their own 14-yard line. Two timeouts, 3.09 to go here in the first half, and they've got to find some points. They are really being handled by Carney. They've had only one drive that produced anything offensively, and they converted a fake punt on that one, had three first downs, but ended up punting it in the end. 21-0 Cats. And it looks like they're trying to run a little bit for an offensive set, some confusion. There is time to get the snap, and they'll just hand it off from left to right. Here comes Cotton, and he's got across the 20, 25, breaks a tackle. He's out to the 30-yard line. Best run of the night for Cotton. That's going to be a gain of 16 for Chandler Cotton. 44 yards now on 12 carries. He's averaging only about 90 yards a game. Of course, they had a big win, and then they had a pretty big loss last week, so he wasn't necessarily in there all four quarters outside of week two. First and 10 at their own 30. Now out of kind of a wishbone look here. And Cotton with a blocking back. They hand it to him. Left side, oh, good block over Stroh. Comes to the outside. Gets up the field to the 35-yard line before he's pulled down by Richter. It was a good job by Cotton, and that was an excellent job on the left side of that line. Let's give Tom Rapich and uh, Owen Stock some credit there. So Rapich and Stock open it up for Cotton to pick up five, and it'll be... Second down and five. 2.20 to go here in the first half at their own 35. Out of the pistol again, but two backs to the backfield. Three wideouts, twins to the wide side. Forsman gives it to Cotton short side. Tries to find a block and does up the field for about two. Stroh brings him down. They'll give him the 38-yard line, so it's a gain of three. That'll be third and two. So now very important, if they can get the first down, they'll at least probably be able to run out the clock even if they don't score. If they don't, you have to put it away to Carney again. So they're taking a little bit of time on this play. It looks like they're going to go back to that Wildcat. Four wideouts, but 
Cotton, the only man in the backfield. He's been very successful here. Third and two. Cotton takes the snap, finds a hole, has the first. Well, he kind of reversed his field. He had the first down and then stepped back and was hit behind the line of scrimmage by Stroh, and I don't think he got it. I think the ball needs to be touching the 40, and it's not. And I believe we might see him bring the chains in here. Boy, Cotton had it and then just tried to step around that last defender. And they're not even going to bring the chains in. They know that the ball has to touch the 40. Does Coach Clevenger line him up and do a little quarterback sneak? Or does he punt it out of there and go to halftime? The clock's running. Carney is not using a timeout. Forsman looking for the call from the sideline. And, yep, he comes up under center. So sneak time. And now we're going to get a whistle. And it looks like uh, Cotton didn't have his shoulder pad inside the jersey, so the official blew it dead. Now Carney knows what's coming, though. Forsman under center, fourth and inches. Will it be a hard count to try and draw him off? Nope. Quarterback sneak, and he should have it. Yep, he crosses the 40. That's good enough for a one-yard gain by Forsman. And a first down here, the fifth of the ball game for Papio South. But now they only have one minute to go. Are they going to take that shot down the field? They really kind of need to get on the board. It's 21-0. And remember, Carney gets the ball to start the third quarter. First and 10 at their own 41. Forsman with three wideouts. Takes the snap. Going to go for it all down the left sideline. He's looking for Gnosis. Turning around, and it is incomplete. That's just great coverage down the field again by Kale Masters. And Nesotis, he's right there. It's just great coverage. And the two times they've went deep, it's been the exact same thing. Step back and throw it as far as you can if you're Forsman. Now you got to watch out. The play to run after that is a little hitch about 20 yards down the field. Act like you're running the fly pattern again and then take the hitch, get some separation. Let's see if that's what the Titans decide to do here on second down and 10. they got to do something. They're running out of time in the first half. Forsman, nope, right side, ball fake. Yep, going to go left side again. Same play, only all the way down the field and out of bounds. Nesotis. Overthrew him at the 25-yard line. Tried to get Masters to bite on that. And Kale said, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm all over this. Third down and 10 at their own 42-yard line. 38 seconds to go before halftime. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats. We will also be running down our Platte River Prep scoreboard from all the scores around the listing area. And we'll talk about what's coming up this weekend. Very busy. Husker Volleyball beat Central Michigan already today, and they're playing New Mexico right now. UNK, Hastings, football, volleyball, it's homecoming at UNK. And now we're going to get a timeout called by Pillion La Vista South, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Just 38 seconds remaining in the first half. Kearney 21, Papio South nothing, third and 10 for the Titans at their own 42 when we return. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Back in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth here in 
Omaha slash Papillion Foundation Field. Thanks to Jeremy Van Akron, the athletic director and the crew here for their hospitality. 21-0 Kearney, 38 seconds to go in the second quarter, and Papillion, La Vista South, facing third and 10 at their own 42. Out of the timeout, Forsman sends his man in motion from right to left, high snap. Now it's going to be a quarterback keeper, even if he was going to hand it off. He's got some room, 45-50. He's into Kearney territory, very close to the first down marker. And this is all on the spot. If they get a first down, they can take a crack, but looks like they're going to mark him just short. That's a gain of nine on the play for Forsman. And it'll be fourth down and one with the clock running, 30 seconds to go. And we're going to get another timeout, it looks like, by Papio South. Well, now the linesman is going to come up and talk to the referee. Looks like they had the wrong down on the marker over there. So that's twice now on fourth down. The officials have blown the play dead when the Titans were trying to get up there and run it. And again. Blackout Ritter, please put three seconds. Oh, they're going to give them the first down. Okay, they're going to give them the first down. When it looked like he was short, according to where the sticks were on the far sideline. So nonetheless, first and ten. The ball will be at the 48-yard line of Carney with 25 seconds. Carney looking like they're going to blitz, and they are. A little quick slant complete to McClanahan at the 40, up the middle of the football field, 35. They bring him down at the 34 for another Titan first down. That's only the second completion for Papio South. Now they're going to try to come up and spike the ball here with just 16 seconds. They do have a timeout. They'd at least like to get in field goal range, and they do spike it with 13. So if they're trying to get a kick, they've got time for two plays. If they're just trying to get into the end zone, they've probably got time for three. 13 seconds to go before halftime. Homecoming here for Papillion La Vista South, and they haven't been able to do much tonight. They trail 21-0 to your Kearney High Bearcats. Our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up. And we're ready to go first and 10 at the Kearney 34-yard line. Deepest penetration of the night for the Titans. Out of the shotgun, Forsman. Going to go down that sideline again. Little wheel route. Throws it up for McClanahan. It's picked off. Carney high at the 2. That's Richter at the 15. Looking for some room. He's just going to slide down at the 16-yard line. Slid the safety over there for some help. And Richter, Will Richter, with the INT to end the threat for Papillion La Vista South. Carney high will have to feel real good about where they are at in this game heading in to the halftime locker room. And Carney will come out, take a knee with three seconds, you would assume, and head it to the locker room, leading it 21 to nothing. Every time that they've went deep, too, Forsman has went to the left sideline. It's been Minnesota a couple, three times. That time they tried to run wheel with McClanahan. And Carney High setting up with Miller to get under center. He'll take the snap, take a knee, and we are at halftime here at Foundation Field at Papillion La Vista South High School. It's the Carney Bearcats, 21, and the Papillion La Vista South Titans, nothing. You're listening to Friday Night Football on your sports leader in the Tri-Cities. Classic Hits, Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney, Gibbon, Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, 
and Lincoln. We want to thank all the fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, and thank you for making Power 99 your choice for Kearney Bearcat football here tonight. We will take a break, come back, and look at from other scores from around the area, plus the first half stats, and a look at the weekend in sports as well. You're listening to High School Football with Carney on top, 21 nothing here on Power 99. Are you ready for some football? Uh, let's get ready to rumble. They try Mazer up the middle. He's got a big hole. 35, 40, cuts outside. If he's got the speed, he can go. 40, 30. Miko Mazer has put this football game away. Here's a quick middle. Wilman blocked. Ace block. Shunned off. Blue Hills headed to state. Touchdown, John Riles from 42 yards away. Don't miss any of the action at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Club. Just across midfield. Miller hasn't went deep yet. And they'll send trips to the left, put Stroh over here, one-on-one coverage on the right side against Norblade. Miller looking left, under pressure. He gets hit, throws it down the field, and Masters is wide open for a touchdown. Carney high. Miller stood in there, and Kale Masters was wide open on the left seam. He hauled it in at the 20 in stride and takes it in for a 50-yard touchdown. And that was the first of two touchdown receptions by K.O. Masters in the second quarter of play, and Carney High leads it by a score of 21 to nothing here at halftime. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Your score at halftime is Carney High, 21, and Papillion La Vista South, Nothing, Doug Duda with you on this Friday night. Glad to have you along with us as we get ready to take a look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard and the scores from other games that are going on around the area here this evening. Some of them on the radio for you, so let's go ahead and start in Class A. Grand Island is on the road at North Platte, and the Islanders still not to halftime, leading North Platte by a score of 28 to nothing. In Class B, Grand Island Northwest got the early lead, but C1, number one, Aurora leading Northwest in the second quarter, 20-17. to 17. McCook is drubbing Beatrice, 42 to nothing. Boy, Beatrice really falling off here this season after being one of the powers in Class B the last few years. McCook up 42 to nothing as they are in the second quarter. Also in Class B, Waverly up at Lexington, 31 to nothing. And in the battle of two of the top three teams, it is Omaha Scott, 21, and York, 14. 
That's number one and number three, the defending champions in a rematch of last year's state finals. Scott leading York 21-14 in the second. Hastings and Gehring just kicking off out in the panhandle. panhandle. In Class C1, Kearney Catholic is out towards the panhandle. Not quite there, but they are leading at Ogallala 23-6 in the second quarter. You can hear the game on ESPN 14-60. And on ESPN 15-50, it is St. Cecilia leading Wood River 28-6 on 1230 AM KHAS. Adam Central's at halftime leading undefeated Gothenburg 14 to nothing in the second quarter. The rest of these games in C1, Ord leading Central City 23 to nothing, Chase County leading Holdridge 17 to 7, Minden leading Fillmore Central 21 to nothing and Cozad over Sydney 14 to nothing. Broken Bow is out at Shadron just getting their game underway. In other C2, these are all second quarter scores. Centura 21, Hershey nothing, Freeman 14, Sandy Creek 7. St. Paul, 35, Malcolm, nothing. In a battle of unbeatens, North Bend Central leading Grand Island Central Catholic, 27-20. to 20. North Platte, St. Pat's, a 3-0 lead at Gibbon. Also in the second quarter, Donovan Trouble, 41, Southern Valley, nothing. And in the second quarter, C2 top-ranked Centennial leading number three, Sutton, by a score of 20 to six. Sutton and Donovan Trumbull play next week. Also, Minden and Kearney Catholic next week on ESPN 1460. Let's slide down to eight-man. Not near as many eight-man games this week. A lot of teams are on by. In D1, Brooding Davenport, Shickley getting a battle at Nebraska City Lords. BDS leads at 18-12. Also in the second quarter, Cambridge 20, Ansley Litchfield 8, Exeter Milligan Friend leading Thayer Central 22 to nothing, and Fullerton is at Cross County. Six to nothing, Fullerton. Next week, we will be at Fullerton here on Power 99 as they take on the surprising Ravenna Blue Jays, who are 3-0, and but uh, have a bye this week. So Fullerton uh, with the 6 nothing lead over Cross County. In D2 action, it is Kennesaw, 32, Twin Loop, nothing on the breeze, 94.5. Also in the second quarter, Humphrey St. Francis leads Giltner, 26-20, Top 10 battle, Johnson Brock, 28 to nothing over Lawrence Nelson, and Overton is shutting out Loomis, 36 to nothing at Loomis. Six-man action, a final from earlier today, Heartland Lutheran over Santee, 56 to nothing. In the second quarter, McCool Junction leads Silver Lake, 41 to six. Wilcox Hildreth leading St. Edward, 56 to nothing. We're looking for updates on the Harvard Sterling, SEM Spalding Academy, and Red Cloud. Elba games. If you have a score update, please give us a call or a text 308-646-0506. And Gibbon has got on the board, and they lead North Platte St. Pat's now as they move to halftime by a score of 7-0. We will update the scoreboard a little bit later on here in the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Carney 21 and Papillion La Vista South nothing. Back with more on Power 99 right after this. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to high school football here on Classic Hits Power 99. As we said, there is a ton of activity going on uh, throughout the weekend for the Huskers, the Lopers, and also for the Hastings College Broncos. Of course, tomorrow Nebraska takes on Troy, and we will have the game from Lincoln at 11 o'clock on the Big Ten Network, but all pregame starting at 6 a.m. So if you're getting up early and driving down, listen to the pregame on the Breeze 94.5 FM and the game at 11 pregame at 6 a.m. on the Breeze 94.5. The UNK football team, it is homecoming, and they will be taking on Emporia State tomorrow at 2 at Foster Field, looking for their first 3-0 start since joining the MIAA. And in the GPAC, it's the first conference game of the year for Hastings College. They're at Briarcliff. Both teams are 2-0 on the season. That's at 1 o'clock tomorrow on 12.30 a.m. KHAS. The Nebraska Football Hall of Fame growing by six young men, or six gentlemen, not young men anymore, but six gentlemen tonight, including former Carney Bearcat Kyle Larson, who went on to a pro career with the Cincinnati Bengals. Mike Rucker going in, a couple of linemen from the 70s and 80s, and the in-state or state college representatives can't get much bigger than Danny Woodhead, maybe the best state college player of all time because he was a two-time Harlan Hill Trophy winner, went on to play the last nine years in the National Football League. And then also from Shadron State, Sargent graduate Casey Barron, who was an academic All-American and an outstanding football player for the Eagles. So congratulations to those gentlemen. Of course, UNK with their Hall of Fame, Richie Ross going in. We had a great chat with Richie on today's Doug and Daddy show. If you want to hear that, we also had Lance Pfeiffer on the show today. They're both going in. If you want to hear either one of those interviews, go to our Doug and Daddy podcast at ESPNSuperstation.com. Great chat with Richie. He was never really much of a talker when he was in college. Now he's with the Lincoln Public School System. Bearcat fans still kind of know that because they see him when they play Lincoln High in basketball uh, throughout the last few years. So a uh, very honored Richie Ross and Lance Pfeiffer. Also Matt Brueggemann going in for football. William Jacome for tennis. And then you've got Paula West Mayfield going in for track and cross country on the ladies' side. Volleyball, Nebraska playing right now against New Mexico after beating Central Michigan in three sets today. They'll play Missouri Southern tomorrow night or Missouri State tomorrow night. Hastings College is playing at home tomorrow against Morningside and UNK opening conference play tonight at Emporia State. And then tomorrow they go to undefeated Washburn. The UNK women's soccer team is right now occupying Foster Field as they are playing Washburn. Then they'll head off to Hayes for a Sunday afternoon at tilt. 21 to nothing. The Carney Bearcats leading Papillion La Vista South here at halftime in Papillion. Doug Duda with you, along with our producer engineer Cassie Sloan. The Tri City Storm picked up a win down here at the Ralston Arena today in the I 80 Cup, 6 2 over Sioux Falls. They have two more games over the next two days. So the Storm will play tomorrow against the Sioux City and then Omaha coming up on Sunday. Then they head out to Pennsylvania next week, and we're just uh, not far away from the start of the Tri-City Storm hockey season. So a lot to cover, and we will take a look at what happened here in the first half when we return on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 
If you've come to the conclusion that you need to upgrade the interior of your home, that's a good first step. Your next step should be a visit to CMH Interiors, your home improvement headquarters in Kearney. CMH Interiors can help turn your current home into your dream home. They do cabinets for every budget, countertops, doors, windows, blinds, and anything that has to do with flooring. And they can make it happen today with available 12-month interest-free financing. So take the next step inside the doors of CMH Interiors, 4105 North 2nd Avenue, Kearney. J&B Sales, Hilltop Mall Carney has it all. They have lots of pocket knives, hunting knives, American-made rod of cutlery, samurai swords, many unique flags, rainbow flags, hats, belt buckles, gag gifts, antiques, furniture, and so much more. New location inside the mall next to Penny's. Looking for a unique gift or an accessory to your Halloween costume? Well, you will find it at J&B Sales. J&B Sales in the Hilltop Mall wishes all the area athletes good luck. And welcome back here to Foundation Field, homecoming for Papillion La Vista South. Their marching band performing here at halftime. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's go ahead now and take a look at the first half stats of our ball game, which Carney leads 21 to nothing over Papio South. And we'll start with what the Titans have done. Offensively, Chandler Cotton has carried the ball 15 times tonight. Some of those out of the lone set or wildcat formation. He has 53 yards. Quarterback David Forsman, five carries for 10 yards. Chase Norblade, two carries, eight yards. And Eddie Rosenthal, one carry, one yard. 23 rushing attempts for 72 yards here in the first half for the Titans. Through the air, Forsman has put it up eight times. He's only completed two of those and then was picked off on the next-to-last play of the half in the end zone by Richter. So he's two of eight for 19 yards. And then Mike McClanahan on a fake punt. Completed the pass for 11 yards as a team, 3 of 9, no touchdowns, 1 pick, 30 yards through the air, 72 on the ground, 102 yards of total offense, resulting in 7 first downs here in the first half for South. 3 penalties in 20 yards, and they have punted the ball 4 times. The one time McClanahan kind of shanked it off the side of his foot for 14 yards. The other 3, he would be averaging about 41 yards per punt. So 4 punts there and no turnovers in the game, but also no points for the Titans. For Carney High, Miko Maisner still limited action for him tonight. Five carries, 42 yards, an 18-yard touchdown run. Sam Egberg, one carry, six yards. Alex Kemp, one carry, four yards. Jeremiah Hageman, one carry, one yard. And quarterback Braden Miller has carried it nine times for 24 yards, been sacked once in the game. They also had a fumble that they did not lose for negative two. So 17 carries, 77 yards on the ground for Carney High through the air. That's where Carney's been very effective. Miller is 7 of 8, no interceptions, two touchdown passes, both of those into the hands of K.O. Masters from 50 and 13 yards out, 110 through the air, 77 on the ground, 187 yards of total offense, good for 10 first downs, no turnovers, no penalties, and only one punt. Braden Miller kicked that into the end zone for a 44-yard touchback. Taking a look at the scoring drive to start the ball game. Carney deferred, Papio South took the ball and went three and out. They bobbled the opening snap, then got stuck for a four-yard loss. So third and 19, they just kept it safe on the ground, punted into the wind, and Carney was able to complete a 53-yard drive on an 18-yard run Miko Ma- run by Miko Maisner. 8.42 to go in the first quarter. Gabe Hines added the kick, 7 to nothing. Then the teams exchanged some punts, and Carney High got back on the board in the second quarter on third down and eight. 
Masters was wide open down the left seam as Papio South brought some pressure. Miller got whacked just after he threw it, but he put it right on the hands of the streaking Kale Masters, and he takes it in from 50 yards out to make it 14 to nothing in favor of Carney. And then you had Miller and Master hooking up again on third and eight from 13 yards out to make the score 21 to nothing after Hines added the kick. Will Richter comes up with an interception near the goal line on the next-to-last play with three seconds to go before the half as Papio South had their first true threat of the entire half, but they made it inside the 35 and were picked off down at the two, and that is, I guess, we should put that down as the lone turnover in this football game. So there was one turnover on the last offensive play there for Papillion La Vista South, and that brings us to halftime with your score, Carney High 21 and Papillion La Vista South Nothing. We'll be back with more on Classic Hits Power 99 right after this. Peerless Well Drilling and Pump Repair in Kearney gives you what you need most, water. Peerless Well Drilling takes pride in bringing water right to your home with residential well drilling, sprinkler wells, and increasing your crop yield with quality irrigation. Quality, professional, affordable. At Peerless Well Drilling and Pump Repair, our service is, well, peerless. And available seven days a week. Peerless Well Drilling in Kearney. Look us up at peerlessirrigation.com. Good luck to all the area athletes. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Got a college football triple header for you tomorrow on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Iowa State hosting Oklahoma at 11. Oklahoma State, Boise State at 2.30. And then Ohio State TCU from down at Arlington, Texas, home of the Dallas Cowboys, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Checking some other sports stories. The UNK volleyball team dropped their first set tonight down at Emporia State, 27-25, but came back strong and won it in four, 25-12, 22-15. and 15. So the Lopers now 13-0 and 0 as they head to Emporia State tomorrow, who was also undefeated starting the night. For Nebraska, Coach John Cook trying to get his 700th win tonight, but New Mexico, who was swept earlier today by Missouri State, Takes the first set from the Huskers, 25-23. Nebraska is up 8-5 in the second set. And then Nebraska volleyball will play again tomorrow night against Missouri State. So there's a score for you on that. Also an NFL triple header Sunday on ESPN Radio. Starts with the Chiefs and Steelers at noon. Then a rematch of the AFC Championship game between the Jaguars and the Patriots. And Sunday night football has the Dallas Cowboys taking on the New York Giants. Again, here your score at the half, Carney 21 and Papillion La Vista South nothing 
Next week, the Kearney volleyball team comes down here to Papillion for the annual Allison Weston invite, where they will get six matchups against some of the very best teams in the metro area. Last night, Kearney improved to 9-3 and three with their victory over Grand Island in four sets. And a congratulations, Ashton Malin. Eight ace serves in that match, and that broke the Kearney High school record for ace serves in a match and more than doubled what she'd had already on this season about halfway through already. Cross-country teams were in Lincoln yesterday. Men or the boys finished fourth, the girls fifth. The Harold Scott invite at Pioneers Park yesterday for Kearney cross-country. And Kearney softball lost a doubleheader yesterday to Lincoln East. So a lot going on for uh, Kearney High activities as we're into week four of the high school football season. Let's go ahead and take a look one more time at what's going on with the high school football games around the area. A lot more have reached the half. Grand Island blistering North Platte at the half, 42 to nothing in Class B at the half. Grand Island Northwest and C1 top-ranked Aurora tied at 20. Omaha Scut, number one, and number three in defending champ York tied at 21 at the half, a rematch of last year's state final. In the second quarter, McCook leading Beatrice 42 to nothing, Waverly over Lexington 31 to nothing, and in the first quarter in the Panhandle, Hastings has scored against Garing 7 to nothing. In C1 at the half, Kearney Catholic 23, Ogallala 6, Adams Central 14, Gothenburg nothing, Ord 23, Central City 8, Chase County 24, Holdridge 7, Cozad 14, Sydney nothing, Shadron 21, Broken Bow nothing, and the last report we had down at Minden, they were up 21 to nothing getting close to halftime. In C2 at the half, St. Cecilia 28, Wood River 6, Centura 28, Hershey 8, Freeman 20, Sandy Creek 7, St. Paul 35, Malcolm nothing, Gibbons 7, North Platte St. Pat's 3. Second quarter, North Bend Central in the Battle of Unbeatens leading Grand Island Central Catholic 27 to 20. Last score we had, Donovan Trumbull 41 to nothing over Southern Valley and Centennial C2 number 1 leading number 3 Sutton by a score of 27 to 14. In D1 at the half, Bruning Davenport Shickley over Nebraska City Lords 32 to 20. Exeter Milligan Friend over Thayer Central 42 to 6. Last score we had was Cambridge leading Ansley Litchfield 20 to 8 in the second quarter. And in D2 at the half, Humphrey St. Francis leading Giltner 26 to 20. Johnson Brock over Lawrence Nelson 50 to 6. Overton over Loomis 44 to nothing in late second. Kennesaw all over Twin Loop by a score of 54 to 7, and that's on the breeze 94.5. Again here, it's Carney High, 21, Papillion La Vista South, nothing. Carney will get the ball to start the third quarter. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Cassie Sloan, will be back with the second half of action from Papillion La Vista South right after this on Power 99. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. 
Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Time now for a look at our field conditions. Brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed, it's science with service, delivering success. And, of course, on a beautiful night like this at a turf field, nothing could be wrong with the field conditions. Nothing should be wrong with your field when you are with Impact Ag Partners. Thanks to them and all of our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school sports football on this fourth Friday of the 2018 season. We'll be at the midway point already next week. Carney High 21, propelling La Vista South nothing as we get ready for the second half kickoff. And Papio South needs something good to happen. Would Coach Clemenger be inclined to try an onside kick? They're down 21-0. The wind has died down significantly. Still about 10 mile an hour, but not much more than that as we get ready to start the third quarter of play. As the Bearcats take the field, Rodriguez drops back deep. Masters one of the upbacks, as is Parker Brush. And Rodriguez is only going to stand at about the... 15-yard line, so Carney kind of expecting that this might not be a boomer either as Papio South breaks the huddle to get this second half underway. Will be Zach Kep to boot it away, and Kep will just put his foot into it and drill it deep, and it'll be taken by Masters on the back pedal at the 3 near the right sideline, 10, tries to get up the middle, 15, breaks a tackle, 20, runs over a man to the 22, does a good job just to get back out there to the 20-yard line as Jack Warner is in there on the tackle for Papio South. So Carney High, only the second time that they've started inside their 30-yard line here tonight, and they will start first and 10 at their own 23-yard line on top 21 to nothing in this battle of 2-1 and teams here at Foundation Field in Papillion. Bearcats had a comfortable lead last week at 31-0. This not quite as much, so we'll see a lot of the number ones for at least a while. They'll stay out of the shotgun, send Masters in motion from right to left, put him in the slot. Quarterback draw Miller. Miller with very little running room, barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. Might have even lost a half a yard. It'll be second down and 11. Just 24 yards in that first half of play for Miller. Mazner is in the football game, but again, been spotty for him all year long after getting knocked out of the, in the Grand Island game in the first half. Not playing week two, had a great first quarter last week. Hageman now in the backfield, four wideouts. Again, they'll send him in motion on the jet sweep. This time they'll give it to Masters. He fumbled the football. It's loose on the ground. I think Carney has covered it, but losing yardage back to the 20-yard line. A loss of two. That was what Papillion La Vista South needed right there. If they could have picked up a ball at the Kearney 20-yard line, they would have really been in business. And it looks like one of the Bearcats 
Slow to get up off the field. And let's see. Yep, getting up off the turf there is going to be Carson Huerta. They started to run on field and look at him, but he's going to be okay. They're going to lose two on the play. So Kale Masters, who's got two receiving touchdowns. They tried to do something different with him there. It didn't work. Third down and 14. Carney comes up to the line of scrimmage, only five seconds on the play clock. Miller checks things over. He doesn't know that, and they're going to be a delay of game. They were sending Maisner out of the backfield in motion, and Carney is going to get a timeout call before that, so they hopefully won't need them late in this ball game. That's their first of the half. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. We're 90 seconds into the third quarter. Kearney leads Papio South 21-0. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Well, Coach Brandon Cool sends the same play in. Miller looking for Mazer out of the backfield. Little wheel route gets by everybody. 40, and he's the fastest guy, so you know what's going to happen. 80 yards to the house. Miko Mazer touchdown, Carney. Miko Mazner, just a simple wheel route out of the backfield, took it down the seam, didn't go all the way. Usually you'll see that wheel route go out and around down the sideline. He cut it up on the seam, and Miller, just a perfect pass over the linebacker right into the hands of Mazner. The third touchdown pass of the night for Braden Miller. And that should just about do it with all of the half to go. Now Hines in for the extra point, and the kick is on the way, and it splits the uprights and is good. So our five points bank touchdown on third and 14. All three touchdown passes have been third down, 8, 8, and 14. This one goes for 80 yards from Miller to Maisner, 10, 20 to go, third quarter. Carney, 28, the Titans of Papio South, nothing. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Hines boots it. It'll be fielded at the one-yard line, and they'll fake the end around up to the 10, the 15, and just about making it to the 20-yard line. 
And Minnesota's has to be a little frustrated with the way things have went here. Chucks the football all the way across the field to his own sideline and gets to the huddle because they want to go quickly. But just 102 yards of total offense in the first half for the Titans, and now they are down 28 to nothing before they touch the ball for the first time here in the third quarter of play. I'll be interested to see what they do in the passing game here because Forsman didn't get many chances to do much in the first half. Two of eight with a pick. Here's a quick little stop to the 25-yard line right at the first down marker, complete into the hands of McClanahan. And I think they're going to give him the first down. That's what they say, 10 yards. So a good start here to quarter number three offensively. So move the chains, first down and 10. At the 28 and down 28, nothing, not much to lose now. Time to go as they'll stack him to the left, get trips overall. Single coverage to the right side. Forsman looking at some pressure, sees it coming from the right, throws to the left, complete out here into the hands of Norblade, follows his blockers to the 30, 35, 40, and he's into the clear. 45, 40, 30, and he is going to be hit out of bounds by Rodriguez, and a flag has come out down the field, way down the field at the 30. But by far the biggest play by Papio South, wide receiver screen into the hands of Norblade. The 28 to the 23, let's see what the penalty is going to be. It's about a 60-yard gain. Fifty-nine would be exact. And we're still waiting for the initial call here by our referee. Maybe a clip downfield. That's the second sideline warning on Papillion La Vista South. So that kind of puts a mini damper on what they've been doing. So we'll mark that down as a 59-yard pass play. First down, and then you get the sideline. I don't know if I've actually ever seen. I've seen the warning, but not necessarily the mark-off. It'll be first and 10 with a dead ball foul, and they'll be at the 27-yard line. That is the deepest in the ball game that the Titans have been in Bearcat territory. Both sidelines trying to find out, since it's such a quirky call, what exactly is going on here. Carney believes it should be first and 15. And Papio South's going, who's in your way, sir? There's all kinds of room down there. I mean, it's a huge football field, beautiful facility. Sometimes it's like the ball boy. It's not even a coach or a player. And so we've got a delay here at Papio South. And they're going to put more time back on the clock. So nine more seconds. And we're finally ready to play some football. Cotton will be in the backfield, flanking his quarterback, Forsman, to the left. Trips to the right. Single to the short side of the field. Carney adjusts that defensive front. Forsman takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself, try to follow Cotton, cut up over on the right seam to the 25. Can't get out to the numbers. The ball's fumbled. 
Carney says they have it. Carney does get it. And they came out of that so quickly, I can't tell. I think maybe Hageman came out of there with the football. And so the second turnover of the ball game for Papio South, I don't even think their student section realized what happened. They're looking the other way, doing their cheers. And Carney will cover it at the 20-yard line. Big fumble recovery will go to Hageman. If it's not him, we apologize to the young man that did cover it. But he was, Jeremiah has been strong defensively most of the season. And after a 59-yard gain, the very next play, Papio loses the football. Miller going to hand it off to Maisner. Strung out to the 20, now gets up the field, 25-30, and he's tackled as he makes the sideline run over here by McClanahan. And we've got a penalty flag. This would be the first penalty of the ball game on Carney. And it's going to be a hold on the wide receiver to this side because that was the only Carney Bearcat over here. Maisner did most of that himself. He had three of the blue and black jerseys trying to chase him down. And that'll push Carney back to the 10-yard line. Their first penalty of the ball game, it'll bring up first down and 20. But last week and this week, those long yardage situations haven't been a problem for Carney High. They've been able to convert almost immediately. Remember last week, they had a first and 25 after a hold in the backfield, and that's when Maisner went 71 yards. So first down and 20 for the Bearcats back at the 10-yard line, leading this football game 28 to nothing with 9-10 to go in the third quarter. And Miller will stay out of the shotgun. Quarterback draw, finds a little room off the left side to the 15, gets a block, then kind of gets rolled up on as he gets out to about the 19-yard line. And so does one of the Carney linemen. But popping up, shaking it off for the Bearcats on that offensive line. Looks like that might have been Warner, the center. And it's going to be a gain of nine on the play for Braden Miller. It'll be second down. And 11 yards to go for Carney High, up 28-0, 8.50 to go here in quarter number three. And now might have some cramping issues going on, so we'll call the trainer out. This visit brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. So Carney scored right away on an 80-yarder, and now the last two minutes of game time have taken about 20 with uh, the penalty and now a couple of injuries, and we will take the break and be back with you after this on Power 99. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. For many people, August, September, and October are the best months for boating. The lake water is warm, the fish are biting, and the water levels are up. But what would make boating even better would be a weekend of boating on Buzz's Marine. Head to Buzz's Marine today to get all the details. And while you're there, check out Buzz's huge inventory of new and pre-owned boats. Factory rebates and low APR financing are available. That's Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney, and online at buzzesmarine.com. Well, the injured Bearcat was offensive lineman Drew Sinnard, and it was not a cramp. He walks gingerly 
off the field. He kind of got rolled up on trying to block in that middle of the offensive line on the quarterback draw for Braden Miller. So, Carney High will hustle back out on the football field. They face second and 11 at their own 19-yard line. Trips to the right side. Single to the left, and Miller takes the snap. Three-step drop. He'll dump it off to Mazer, left side. Makes one man miss at the 25. At that time, they square him up and bring him down at about the 26-yard line. A little seven-yard screen pass. The last one went for 80. That went for seven, but now third and manageable. It'll be third down at about five yards to go here for the Bearcats at their own 26-yard line. Need to get to the 30. It's about four and a half yards away. Rodriguez, Masters out to the right. Also put Foster out there. And back to pass Miller looking left for Stroh. And it's going to be complete for the first down at the 35-36 yard line. Again, a 10. Seth Stroh is just such a big target. He has grown physically so much in the last year and has turned out to be the favorite target of Braden Miller. First down and 10. Bearcats in control, 28-0, kind of where we were last week. One more score, you get the running clock, which is amazing. Did not expect that coming into tonight, but Carney's played so solid. Motion from right to left. Quarterback Reed. Miller does not give it to Mazner. He'll come straight ahead between the center and left guard, and Miller will work his way up to about the 38-yard line. That's just a gain of two. It'll bring up second down and eight. Some other scores. Teams getting ready for the second half across our listening area. Grand Island leading North Platte. They've got the running clock 49 to nothing in the third quarter. Scott now leads York 28-21 in the third quarter. 28-0 Carney. Seven and a half to go third quarter. Second down and eight. Motion again from right to left this time. And Miller over the middle, and it's incomplete. He had two guys in the area as he was trying to hit his motion man that time in Tristan Southwell. Also Kowalski in the area, and it sailed over their heads. A rare incompletion. Just the second incomplete pass in 12 attempts tonight for Miller. And that'll bring up third down and eight at the Bearcat 38, leading it 28 to nothing here in quarter number three. Twice he has went to Masters on third and eight and hit touchdowns. One from 50, one from 13. See what Miller does here. Looking, left side, throws it out complete. Stroh makes the catch right at the first down marker across the 45, out to the 47, and he's got the first down. So the money man is there again. And Miller, who has stood in that pocket beautifully tonight, he has been hit three or four times. He hasn't necessarily had all day, but one thing about it is he's getting rid of the ball fairly quickly. He probably had more time last week against Norfolk's defense than he's had here tonight. The defensive ends have been pretty good at times for the Titans. Rodriguez splits out wide to the right. Hageman comes in as a halfback offset to the right side, and they will run Miller out of the sh- out of the uh, center, and he's going to run option, pitch it here to Mazner. Slips one, slips two just to get to the line of scrimmage. Still going 45-42. What a run. What a run by Miko Mazner. That's all heart right there. He picks up 11 on the play and probably going to come out. He gets up a little gingerly, and he's going to head to the sideline. But, boy, he broke about five tackles on that one. 53 yards. He had a touchdown from 18 yards, the first score of the game for Carney High. 
But the Bearcats now move it into Titan territory at the 41-yard line. What a beautiful run by Miko Maisner. They'll send Richter out wide to the left. Twins to the short side here. Fake the handoff. Hagman blocks for Miller. Miller, they grab him by the shoulder pad, slow him down just enough that he's only going to get a couple inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. So Miller really hasn't popped one tonight as a runner, but he has done it through the air. Three touchdowns, 80, 50, and 13. Two of them to Kale Masters. The other a screen pass that he threw about 12 yards down the field, and Maisner did the rest. They have found room on the left seam. That's where Masters had the 50-yard touchdown reception, and that's where Maisner was on the 80-yard screen pass. So when in doubt, Carney has seen a spot that they can exploit. Richter again out to the left, stroke to the right, eye formation on second and seven, pitch play to Hageman following his big blocker, and oh, he gets hit hard. That's one of the best open field tackles we've seen tonight from Papillion La Vista South. Hageman didn't get anything. Just when he got that head of steam up, he got stuffed. And we haven't seen that happen to Jeremiah hardly at all this year. He's a big brute himself. So third down and seven Bearcats at the Papio South 38-yard line. Five and a half to go third quarter. Carney up 28 to nothing. They scored on the first drive of both the first and third quarters. Third and seven, Miller out of the shotgun. Three-step drop, twirls, fires, hits as he throws it. It's picked, and this is going to be returnable. 30, 35, left sideline, 40, 45, and he'll be brought down at the 47-yard line. First turnover for Carney High tonight. And the interception that time brought down by Cade Shent, number 38 will come away with the pick, and that will thwart the Carney Bearcat drive as it will be returned out to the Papio 48-yard line. First down and 10, Papio with the football. And they'll hand it off to their fast man, Cotton. He breaks it left sideline, 45-40, 30, 20, and touchdown, Papio South. Carney's on their way to make it 35-0, and now it's 28-6. A 52-yard touchdown run by Chandler Cotton. Puts him over 100 yards for the night and gets Papio South on the board. Five points bank touchdown from Chandler Cotton. 52 yards out, 4.59 to go in the third quarter. 28-6. And as you heard in the pregame, they like to do that Swinging gate, maybe some funky stuff on the PAT. They set up that way, but they come back and are ready to attempt the extra point here with Kep. Snap is good. The placement is good. And the kick is on the way. And it is good. So a one-play drive. And Papio South is on the board. It is Carney 28, Papillion La Vista South 7, 4.59 to go third quarter here on Power 99. 70% of power outages are caused by weather. 3.5 million people lose power in the U.S. each week. Briggs and Stratton Home Generator Systems. Permanent protection from power outages. Trust the power experts at Briggs and Stratton for peace of mind before the power goes out. To learn more, call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 308-236-6437, in Holdridge at 308-995-4481, or online at andersonbros.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? 
Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here in Papillion. Doug Duda, Friday Night Football. Producer engineer Cassie Sloan, Jeff Babel taking care of the Platte River Prep scoreboard and getting ready for tonight's Rivals and Ruts postgame show. The scoreboard show will be following us here on Power 99. So kept ready to boot it away, and there is a little pooch kick that is going to be fair caught by Carney High. And Papio South makes some contact there with Corbin Foster. I don't think... Corbin probably didn't do a great job of signaling the fair catch, but they didn't throw him to the ground hard either, and so there's no flags, and Carney High will take over. So instead of trying to onside it along the ground, they tried to just pooch it there, and Carney High is able to take care of it. And again, decent starting field position at their own 38-yard line. So Carney was on the march. Braden Miller got hit through his first interception in the last couple of weeks. It was returned to the Papio 48-yard line, and then Chandler Cotton on the very next play got loose for a 52-yarder. So it is 28-7, Carney, 4.56 to go here in quarter number three. And Miller will keep it, option left side. Going to keep it himself, 40-45, gets upended. Tried to hurdle, and we might get a hurdling flag here. That might be what the penalty flag is, thrown by the referee. And we'll see what the call is. It would be enough for a first down up to midfield if it would happen to be a defensive penalty. One thing about this refereeing crew, they are very thorough. Every flag, they get together and talk about it. And the penalty is holding on Carney. So they got about two yards on the run. And they'll mark it off, so it'll be about first down and 18 on the second hold of the half. The only two penalties for Carney High so far in the football game. Again, it didn't bother him last time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We just got a penalty flag over on the Carney bench. I think they're still hot from the touchdown run by Cotton. They really ran in there quickly. It's a sideline warning against Carney High. And Coach Cool hasn't really backed away yet. He's got his headset on, and that's the third sideline warning. Two on Papio and one here on Carney. So back to action. Stretch play, they'll get it to Mazer, and boy, good stick there by Norblade at the 35-yard line. A gain of five on the play. And it's going to be second down and 13. But Maisner's going to feel that one, 58 yards on seven carries now for Miko. And he also has the 80-yard touchdown reception on a little looping screen. 28-7 Bearcats, four minutes still to go here in the third quarter, but a long third quarter. Some stoppages, some penalties, some chatting, one injury, second and 13. Fake the pitch, rolling to his left. Looking, looking, Miller back across the middle for Stroh, and it's incomplete. Again on the coverage is going to be Norblade, 
And it'll be third down. And about 13 to go. So Stroh again, the money man, kind of throwing back against his body. Well defended. A couple times Stroh hasn't really been able to complete his route because the defender has had him boxed off really good. Third down, long for Carney High. Able to score on that screen pass. We're on the march again, then turned it over. Now they're in danger going three and out. After the pooch kick, following the Papio South touchdown. Split out wide to the left side is Rich. We haven't seen him yet today, and now we've got a whistle, and it looks like Carney wants to call timeout again. That'll be their second of the half, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. 3.51 to go third quarter here in Papillion, Nebraska. It is Carney High 28, Papio South 7. Whether you go to Carney High, we just got to be ready for whatever they show us and, and attack it the best we can. Or a Huskies fan. Aurora has scored four in a row to go up 23-22 in the third set. Prefer the Vikings. Rolls it across the dig is made. Outside attack, termination, and Northwest win. Are from Arcadia Loop City. 22-4 on the season. Now this is their first trip to state or anywhere in between. You can find everything you need to follow your team at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth. Glad to have you along with us on this Friday night. Doug Duda with you from Papillion as the Carney Bearcats go for their third straight victory. But right now, face a third and about 14. And they are at their own 34-yard line using their second timeout. Miller back to pass, looking to go deep down the left side. He cranks it as far as he can into the wind. There's some contact. They fire it down there looking for Rodriguez, and there is a penalty flag in the defensive secondary. You're going to get pass interference here against Papillion La Vista South, and that is enough for a first down. Again, it's not automatic, and it's third and 14. That 15-yard penalty should be enforced here to give Carney High a first down and a tough break there for the Titans. They were looking to hold and get the ball back after getting their first score. That'll be the fifth penalty of the ball game for 40 yards on the Titans, and Carney will take over now after the penalty, first and 10 at their own 49-yard line. I think Coach... Cool would like to keep the ball on the ground. Kind of going with a heavier package here now. Hageman and Brush coming in. That usually means Miller would line up under center. And let's see if they do that or if they do something different. Stroh splits out to the right. Yep. Basic power eye formation. Miller squats down low. Looks over the defense. Now checks things out at the sideline. One second on the clock. Takes it. Turns. Gives it to Hageman off the left side. Just nothing there. It's it's like uh, it's not that... Jeremiah doesn't read the play right. Just seems like the hole isn't there. He seems to get there quick enough. It's a gain of one. So three carries, two yards for Jeremiah, but second down and nine coming up for Carney, and we've got a cramp here for the Bearcats. It is a little humid here tonight, and we will see the slowing down progress of this football game here in the third quarter continue. We really flew through the first half, but they had a long halftime for homecoming. And now we've had a really long third quarter of play, but Carney High continues to lead this by a score of 28-7 to while they attend to the 
cramped up Carney Bearcat. Let's go back to the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Into the fourth quarter, it's Grand Island 49, North Platte nothing. In Class B in the third quarter, Aurora now leads Northwest 26-20. McCook over Beatrice 56-3. Omaha Scott leads York 28-24 in a rematch of the state championship. In the second quarter, Hastings all over Garing 35-7. In C1 in the fourth quarter, Adams Central leading undefeated Gothenburg 21-0. In the third quarter, Kearney Catholic 30, Ogallala 12. Chase County 31, Holdridge 7, Minden 28, Fillmore Central nothing, Cozad 14, Sydney 7, Shadron 21, Broken Bow 8, all in the third quarter. In C2 in the fourth, St. Cecilia leads Wood River 41-6, St. Paul over Malcolm 47-0. In the third quarter, Centura leads Hershey 41-8, Freeman over Sandy Creek 27-7, North Platte, St. Pat's a tight one at Gibbon. They lead it by a score of 10-7 at the half. Number one, Centennial leads number three, Sutton, 34 214 in North Bend Central leading GICC 2723. We'll get you some of the eight-man updates here after this play. But we are ready to go. Carney facing second down at about nine. Ball will be spotted just on the Titans side of midfield. Out of the eye formation. Miller rolls to his left, wants to throw. Looking, looking for brush. Now goes deep. Looking for Stroh. There's gonna be a jump ball, and it is over his outstretched hand, incomplete. At the 20-yard line, and we've got a penalty flag for roughing the passer on Papio South. They put pressure on Miller quite a bit tonight, and this time they got there a little late in Carney High. will pick up their 16th first down on another big penalty. So a pass interference on third and 14, and a roughing the passer here on second down and nine. 15-yard penalty, march it off to the 34-yard line of Papillion La Vista South. Taking a look at some of those eight-man scores. In the fourth quarter, Exeter Village in front over Thayer Central, 50-6. to six. No update since half. Cambridge over uh, Ansley Litchfield, 26-16. In the fourth quarter in D2, Johnson Brock leading Lawrence Nelson, 58-14. Overton shutting out Loomis, 68-0. Kennesaw was up on twin loop, 60-7 at the half. Humphrey St. Francis over Giltner, 34-20 in the third. Here's a little draw. They'll hand it off to Maisner. Starts off the left side, gets to the 30, dives forward to about the 28-yard line. That'll be a gain of six for Miko. Six-man action tonight. A final, Hartland Lutheran over Santee, 56 to nothing. In the fourth, McCool Junction leads Silver Lake, 64 to 12. In the third, SEM leads Spalding Academy, 38-33. At the half, Harvard, the number one team in six-man, leading all the way down at Sterling, 42 228 Wilcox Hildreth beating St. Edward tonight. Second down and four. Bearcats at the Papio South 28 yard line. Out of the shotgun. Miller wants to keep it, fumbles the ball. Papio's going to fall on it. Maisner wanted it. Miller didn't want to give it to him, and it ended up on the turf in the second fumble here for Carney High in the third quarter of play. And it looks like the fumble is going to be covered here by Papio South Trajan Linear. And so Carney, again on the move, loses the football. And it'll be at the Papio 34-yard line. So Carney didn't look very good in the second half last week offensively. And so far here, some problems. 28-7, Carney High. 
And this time around the right side, they don't go with Cotton. Last time they busted him loose the very first time. Foster in on the tackle, and Forsman is able to pick up about three around the right end. It'll be second down and seven. Two minutes still to go here in the third quarter. 28-7. to seven. Carney High, they were up 21 to nothing at the half. Hit an 80-yard little screen pass to Maisner. The first 90 seconds of the third quarter. But have been stuck there ever since. Second and seven, Carney bringing some pressure from the outside. They hand it off to Cotton. He runs right into the arms of, of Kowalski, and Grant brings him down to the line of scrimmage. No gain. Still 105 yards for Chandler Cotton. 52 of it coming at last time he touched the ball on the only touchdown here for Papillion La Vista South. Now third down and eight for the Titans after the fumble recovery. Got to find a way to take advantage here like they did last time. Forsman out of the pistol. Trips to the left side. Single to the right. Looking that way. Little hitch, and it's through the hands of his intended receiver at the 45-yard line. And that'll bring up fourth down. And Nesotis has not had a very good night. He just hasn't had an opportunity to get going, the top receiver on the team for the Titans. And here comes Kep in to punt the football, or McClanahan, excuse me, to come in and punt the football away. He's been pretty solid tonight, booting the ball away. And Trey Rodriguez will settle back at about his 28-yard line, waiting for the kick. Wind at the south back, but not much of one. And a very high, what a beautiful punt. Rodriguez backpedaling all the way to the 19. And now he gets free. Such a good punt. He outkicked his cover, 25-30. Right sideline, 35 at a shoestring tackle. I believe by the punter, McClanahan, at the 37-yard line. That was nearly a 50-yard punt. In fact, right at it. A 50-yard punt that time. But a return from the 19 all the way out to the 36. 17 yards on the return for Rodriguez. And Carney will start first and 10 at their 36-yard line. Leading it 28-7 with 54 seconds to go here in the third quarter on KKPR-FM. Carney, Holdridge, Minden, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Three touchdown passes for Braden Miller. And I think Carney High just broke the huddle maybe with too many guys, but I don't see any flag. Somebody runs off the field, and they will hand it off to the fullback this time, Hageman, as he had Maisner behind him, and he'll cross the 36 to about the 37, 38, again a two. Second down and eight. So let's see if Carney finds a way to get another big play here. Two fumbles on their last two possessions, and Miller kind of hobbling back from the sidelines there. Might have got his right ankle twisted up on a little bit. And if that's the case, they want to keep it out of his hands back to the eye formation. Miller takes it, pitch left side, Maisner finds a little bit of a seam, lowers his shoulder, gets to the 39, but not much there. Gain a one for Miko, and that'll be the final play of the third quarter. The Carney Bearcats of this battle of two and one teams up on top, 28 to seven at Papillion La Vista South. It's homecoming for the Titans. They're going to need a big fourth quarter. Carney facing a third down and seven to start the fourth quarter when we return. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Twenty-eight to seven over Papio South, and on third down and seven, pass over the middle. Feet get tangled up. We're going to get the penalty flags here as it sails over the head of the Carney Bearcat, and that's going to be one that does not please the Papio South sideline. Maisner kind of just sitting there on his knees for a while, but this could be the third major penalty of the second half. And again, a long, long discussion. And pass interference finally. I mean, I don't know what took so long, but pass interference is the call. 15-yard penalty. And Carney High unofficially their 17th first down compared to 10 on the other side for Papillion Lewis to South. So that will be the seventh penalty of the ball game for a total of 70 yards. And again, Carney High in business in Papio South Territory. First and 10 at the 46. A little similar to last week at home at Foster Field against Norfolk. Just not a whole lot of excitement going on. First down and 10. Miller's going to give it out to Hageman. He'll get outside this time. 45, 40 to the 38, maybe to the 37. Very close to the sticks, but it's going to be second down and short. Rogers in on the tackle, as you heard. It's going to be a gain of nine for Hageman. That's his best run by far of the night. And it'll bring up second down and one. Long ride home for the Bearcats. They want to get out of here injury-free now and hold on to the ball. More score is bonus. Stack to the left, motion from right to left, and here comes a penalty flag. And Carney High. Lined up in the neutral zone. And so a... Offensive penalty on the Bearcats. Just their, That's their third penalty of the ballgame. They had a couple of holds last game, last uh, quarter. Didn't have any penalties in the first half. And it'll bring up second down and six. After Hageman had the nine-yard carry. Carney High home the next two weeks. 
We'll talk about that in a moment. We'll send Richter in motion. Quarterback keeper right up the middle. There's a big hole, 35-30, and thrown forward. Miller inside the 30 to about the 27-yard line. 28-yard line is where they'll put his knee down at. A gain of 13. So Miller running hard through the middle of that Papio South defensive line. His yards have been hard to come by tonight. That's actually his longest run of the evening. As we said, next Friday, Carney is home against Omaha Benson, who has yet to win, and then Millard West comes in before they get down to Lincoln High, the big game of the year in the district. On first down and 10, again, Miller trying to get off the right guard, stood up, keeps the legs churning. He's going to get more than he probably should have as he gets inside the 25 to the 24. Five more for Miller. Sang it down in five. For Papillion La Vista South, after their game tonight, they go to Lincoln Northeast, and then they're home against Omaha North. Northeast edging Norfolk last night. Second down and five. Carney High moving the ball again. They're moving it, but the last two times they had turnovers. Two seconds on the play clock. And Miller, it goes through his hands. He's going to have to fall on it, and he does. There were three Titans there. He looked over to the sideline. I think the coach said, snap the ball. He didn't realize how much time was left. And so Carney had to hurry, and the snap went over his head. And it's going to be a loss of five on the play. It'll be third down and 15. So, again, Carney gets close to the red zone here in the second half, and bad things happen. Brush comes into the ball game. On third and 15 at the south 34-yard line. Again, Carney breaks the huddle with eight seconds. Stroh split out wide to the right. Two seconds, one second. They do get it off without a flag. Miller steps into the pocket, and the pocket collapses, and he's down at the 40-yard line with a sack. But again, Carney broke the huddle way too late. A loss of six on the play. That'll be the second sack of the ball game for Papio South. And at a point on the field where you could have kicked the field goal or had a fourth down go for it situation, now you got fourth at about 20. And it looks like they're going to send out the punting unit. So the Bearcats last week kind of had some of their second teamers in there and struggled offensively. That's not the case tonight. And we talked about it in the pregame with Coach Cool, something that they'll have to clean up, obviously. It's great to be up 21 nothing, And now... We've got whistles, and again, Carney delay a game, maybe on a punt. Didn't look like they didn't look like they took all kinds of time, but that's what it is. A delay a game, and that's really not going to hurt Carney at all. Miller was trying to get the ball snapped. You could see him saying, "Get the ball back here," but it moves it to the 45, and Miller, who can easily boot this into the end zone, now will try to pin it inside the 15 or better. Sometimes you got to be a little careful on the turf. He'll get the snap, a little bit of a rush. There's a nice punt and a fair catch called for and taken at the 15-yard line. So it ends up being a 30-yard punt with no return. And Papillion La Vista South trailing at 28-7 with 8.23 to go here in our ball game. We'll have it first and 10 at their own 15-yard line. UNK volleyball team, a winner in four sets tonight at Emporia. And after dropping the first set, 25-23, Nebraska has now went 25-12, 25-20, 
and are up two sets to one over New Mexico as they head to the fourth set in Lincoln. First and ten for the Titans. Here comes the blitz from the right side, standing in the pocket, nowhere to go. Now breaking a tackle and getting a little positive yards there is going to be quarterback David Forsman. Looked like he was going to get a lot more, but Stroh and Kowalski waiting for him. Gain of three for Forsman. And it'll be second down and seven. Only 16 yards on the ground tonight for Forsman, who's actually the team's second leading rusher. Carney likes to bring pressure. They give it off to Cotton this time, and he'll be wrapped up quickly after a gain of about one by Peter Kreitzer. And it'll be third down and five. So you're in that tweener zone right now. Papio South has to hustle, and they've got to score. And Carney High just wants to get out of here. Leading at 28-7 with 7.15 to go in the ballgame. Third and five and a half at their own 19. Forsman, here comes the middle blitz, almost offsides for Carney, but getting through their brush, and he tackled him. He did a great job of not jumping offsides, and then nobody picked him up, and he gets Forsman all the way back around the 12-yard line. Let's see, 17 or no, is that the 12? Yes, going to be back there around the 12-13 is where they say his knee went down, and that's going to be a loss of six on the play. That's actually the first sack of the ball game for Carney High, but now McClanahan stands at his own two to punt it away. High snap, but he goes up and gets it. Not much of a rush, so he settles and poops it under the air, and this is going to be a very short kick. Carney says, get out of the way, and it's going to bounce somewhere around the 37-yard line. We'll see where the official mark is, but this is less than a 25-yard punt. They're going to mark it at the 37, so a 24-yard punt that time off the high snap. And Carney High will take over first down and 10 at the Papio South 37-yard line, leading it by a score of 28-7. to Don't forget when we're all done, it's the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats for you, and we will have a scoring wrap before sending it back to Jeff Babel and the crew at the studios for the Rivals and Ruts Friday night scoreboard show. With a 21-point lead, Braden Miller is going to stay in as the quarterback. Rich split out wide to the right. Hagman in there as the running back, and Miller's just going to follow his block around the right side, trying to get to the outside. Does 35-30, breaks a tackle, 25-20, 10-5, touchdown, Braden Miller. From 37 yards out, his fourth touchdown of the night, three through the air, and one on the ground. Braden Miller, 37 yards for the big man. And that'll give him 90 Eight yards, excuse me, 88 yards on the night. Our five points bank touchdown, 37 yards away. And Hines out there now, ready to boot it away. And the extra point is a little low, but it's got plenty of leg, and it is good. So 621 remaining in our ball game, and Carney High gets a one-play drive on the 37-yard touchdown run. From Braden Miller, it's the Bearcats 35, Papio South 7 on Power 99. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Hines kicks it right to the pylon, and then Papio South has to try and field it, and they end up losing their footing and going out of bounds at about the two. That was a beautiful kick by Hines. He hit it right at the pylon, messing with it going out of bounds. South fielded the football, and they are going to be as bad as it's been all night. They have never had good field position, and they're not going to have it now. I think they're going to mark it at the one. Papio South, a man short out there offensively, waiting for the call. So, Papio at their own one, first down and ten, with Chandler Cotton the eye back. They put Forsman under center. He turns, he hands it to Cotton. He's still in the end zone trying to get outside instead of running straight ahead, and he does. Cuts it up to the five, the six, and steps out of bounds at the nine-yard line. So a gain of eight for Cotton, dangerous. Usually they just tell you to run straight out of there and try and get a yard or two and give yourself some breathing room. But Cotton, with that speed, got to the outside and makes it second down and two at their own nine. Three wideouts to the left, single to the right. Still got Cotton flanking Forsman to his right out of the pistol formation. Forsman takes it. Gives it to Cotton. He's upended in the backfield, but didn't fall down. His knee did not hit. He'll keep on running, but not get anywhere as he was strung out down the line of scrimmage. And that was the Bearcats getting through there again. Seth Stroh, who's done some good things offensively, got through there defensively and drops him back at the five-yard line. So a loss of three. It'll be third down and six for Papio South. 5.40 to go in the game. 35-7, to Carney High. They've been in control the whole way. Got a little hairy here with a couple of fumbles in the second half. On third down, Forsman going to hand it off again around the right end. Cotton has some room. 10, 11, 12, 15 as he keeps his balance and has the first down. So it gained a 10 that time, and Papio South will maintain possession. That's kind of the same play they ran a little stretch right when it was at the one-yard line. They said, let's go back to it. So the Titans keep possession here. Down 35-7, to trying to get something going before they get into next week's game at Lincoln Northeast. Forsman calls the Cadence. Cotton back there with him. Forsman wants to pass, has to pump fake. There's some pressure. He pulls it down, starts to run, doesn't get anywhere. Kowalski had the initial pressure, and then he's dropped behind the line, brushes in there 
among others for Carney High. And they're going to get him. Parker Brush getting the sack three yards behind the line of scrimmage. And Carney gets to Forsman here for the second time. Second down and 13. No huddle is what the Titans like to do, and they're continuing to do it here. Again, not many shots down the field tonight. Forsman fakes it to Cotton, rolls to his right. Nobody, nobody, now just throws it into the ground. Kind of some frustration there for Forsman. And just chucked it right into the ground, intended for Nick Seach, it looked like, or Rosenthal. So it's incomplete there. And that'll bring up third down and 13. There has been outside of that little 59-yard broken pass play, not much at all. That was just a short one that went for a long run. Third and 13, Forsman. Here comes some pressure from the outside and a penalty flag. It's obvious our officials do not have dinner reservations tonight. And we'll get offsides on Carney. Five-yard penalty will make it third down and eight now. So Carney, who didn't have a single penalty in the first half, five in the second half. Three were called on Papillion La Vista South in the first half. They've been called for four in the second half. Three major ones, two pass interference and a roughing the passer. Third down and eight. Forsman takes the snap. Pump fake goes to his right, and the pass is going to be incomplete. The receiver didn't get his route run quite where the quarterback was trying to get it. Nesotos took a step in on the slant, then came for a sideline and a post route, and the ball got there too soon. And another punt coming up for Papillion La Vista South. 4.22, clock stopped here with Carney leading it 35-7. Rodriguez standing around midfield waiting for McClanahan's punt. It's been... Feast or famine for McClanahan. He's had three at 47 or more. Then he's shanked a couple. This one going to be average. Fair catch call for and taken at about the 43-yard line. That's a 40-yard punt. No return. And Carney High now comfortably up 35-7. to And we may start seeing some of the backups in here for the Bearcats with a comfortable 28-point lead and only 4-15 remaining in the game. Backup quarterback who saw some action Last week was Colin Murray. And let's see if they bring him in here. No, Miller's staying in. But you do have Justin Schlender that's checked in. Brush is going to come back in. Jackson Saney is in on the line. Looks like Jackson Worley comes in. High formation here with Miller under center. Pitch play, right side, looking for a little running room and breaking a tackle at the 45, 50, right sideline, 45, and pushed out of bounds is going to be Sam Engberg, his second carry of the ball game. That's a gain of 12 on the play. And a Bearcat first down. Carney would love to put one more on the board here with some of these second teamers that haven't seen a whole lot of snaps. And unfortunately, Engberg ran out of bounds, so the clock stops. Something we kind of talked about last week, learning how to stay in, but you're running so hard. That was a good run by Engberg. And now we do have a backup quarterback in. The pitch play over to the left side, nothing going. Again, you kind of got some twos for Carney against the ones of Papio. Engberg 
Not able to get anything. Colin Murray has checked in as the quarterback. And that time they're going to get Engberg behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a loss of three. And be second down and 13. Coming up, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here on Classic Hits Power 99. Doug Duda with you on this Friday night. Recap of the stats and scoring summary. And we'll get you off to the Rivals and Rut scoreboard show. Second and 13, Cats at the 48 of the Titans. Murray, pitch play, Engberg, trying to go right side. And the blocking's not there for him again. He's actually thrown backward but not tackled, so he tries to get back to the line of scrimmage and maybe lost a yard on the play. But can't blame Sam. There just isn't anywhere to run against that number one defense. Carney Catholic leading Ogallaga 37-12 in the fourth quarter. Adams Central has knocked off Gothenburg tonight 21-0. Grand Island finished off North Platte 56-0. York and Scott, what a game. Scott 42, York 37 in the fourth quarter in the rematch of the Class A final. Northwest 27, Aurora 26. They're also in the fourth quarter. Can Aurora finally pull, or Northwest finally pull one out? Third and 14. They'll just pitch it to Angberg again. Again, there's nowhere to go. He's going to be wrapped up behind the line of scrimmage and lose another couple, three on the play. So he had the nice run, and then... They've kind of made him the sacrificial lamb, but the clock continues to run. Two and a half to go here in the ballgame. Carney 35, and the Titans of Papio South 7. Centennial is going to take care of Sutton and do it very convincingly, 41-14, to and they're not even to the fourth quarter yet in the one-versus-three matchup. Minden gets the win over Fillmore Central, 41-7 to tonight. McCook all over Beatrice, 63-3. to Carney now to punt the football away. Miller takes the snap, his third punt of the ball game, high in the air, not going to go very deep, might get a good roll, and he does, and then it's touched by a Bearcat at the 25-yard line, so that's where it'll be downed. 26-yard punt, no return, 35-7, Carney high. St. Paul beat Malcolm tonight, 47-0. North Platte, St. Pat's beats Gibbon, 17-7. It was Exeter Milligan friend over Thayer Central, 62-20. SEM edges Spalding Academy 52 to 46 this afternoon. Heartland Lutheran beats Santee 56 to nothing. At the half, it's Hastings 51, Garing 7. Saint Cecilia has just beaten Wood River 41 to six. First down and ten here for Papillion La Vista South. Under two minutes to go. Looks like they're going to stay with their number one offense. Hand it off to Chandler Cotton right side. Breaks a tackle 30, lowers his shoulder 35, 36. And he'll pick up a good gain on the play close to the first down marker. A gain of nine on the play. Cotton with 129 yards rushing, which is above his season average. But 52 of that coming on the lone touchdown tonight for the Titans. Second down and one. Two backs in the backfield. Press coverage now by Carney High. Forsman, long count. Takes it and hands it to Cotton, left side, trying to get outside and use that speed. Has the first down at the 40 to the 44-yard line. Another gain of eight and a first down here for Papillion La Vista South. Again, want to say a big thanks to all those that are listening tonight here on Classic Hits Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll see the Bearcats a little bit later on in the season. Quite frankly, next week should be a pretty good cakewalk at home with Benson and then Millard West, big one in two weeks. First and 10 at their own 44. Papio South, a minute to go to try and get one more on the board. Handed off to Cotton. He's hit the backfield. He's thrown down immediately. 
Lost back to the 40-yard line. Charlie Poland, I believe, is your backup that's in there that makes the tackle. And a loss of four on the play for Cotton. Good job by Poland. The senior gets in there and makes a nice play on the road. There's something to think about in your own mind on the bus. It looks like maybe time for one more play here for Papio South. Taking a long time to get it in. We're down to 20 seconds. Forsman Cotton getting everybody situated. Five on the play clock. Forsman still not settled, and they're not going to get the play off. Well, they're going to let them get it off. It was a delay of game, but they didn't throw the flag, and Carney High gets through and makes another tackle behind the line of scrimmage from Robert Perkins, and that is going to end the ball game with a three-yard loss there for Cotton. So it took a while here in the second half. wasn't as pretty in the first half as it was in the first half, but Carney High on the road. They pick up the victory. The Bearcats, 35. Papillion La Vista South, 7. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming your way next on Classic Hits, Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If you've come to the conclusion that you need to upgrade the interior of your home, that's a good first step. Your next step should be a visit to CMH Interiors, your home improvement headquarters in Kearney. CMH Interiors can help turn your current home into your dream home. They do cabinets for every budget, countertops, doors, windows, blinds, and anything that has to do with flooring. And they can make it happen today with available 12-month interest-free financing. So take the next step inside the doors of CMH Interiors, 4105 North 2nd Avenue, for professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Classic. Agamon in there as the running back, and Miller's just going to follow his block around the right side, trying to get to the outside. Does 35 30, breaks a tackle 25 20, 10 5. Touchdown, Braden Miller from 37 yards out. His fourth touchdown of the night, three through the air, and one on the ground. Well, Braden Miller had a big night last week as well. He got the late touchdown via the run tonight. Last week, it was a late interception. That got things done, and Carney High ends up winning by a score of 35-7 to over Papillion La Vista South. And, of course, when Carney, uh, just like Grand Island or any of the teams come down to the Metro, get to see some of the alum, and they are here to watch Carney uh, High improve to 3-1 on the season, while Papio South will drop to 2-2 two and two overall. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. 
Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Stay with us. The Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show with all the scores from around the area and the state and our radio game wrap-ups will be coming your way when we're finished here. But let's go ahead and take a look at what we had for the final stats of this football game. And we will start with Papillion La Vista South. Chandler Cotton led the way, 25 carries, 130 yards, and the lone touchdown tonight for the Titans. Then you had quarterback David Forsman sacked twice. He had nine carries, seven yards. Chase Norblade, two carries, eight yards. Eddie Rosenthal, one carry, one yard. 37 rushing attempts, 146 yards tonight for the Titans. Through the air, just wasn't there tonight. David Forsman in the first half was 2 of 8 with an interception for 19 yards. In the second half, 2 of 5 for 69 yards. So 4 of 13, one interception, and he had 88 yards. And then on the fake punt, Mike McClanahan had an 11-yard completion. So 99 through the air, 146 on the ground, 245 yards of total offense for the Titans. They had 12 first downs. They had to punt the ball seven times in the football game tonight. They had two turnovers, the interception, and a fumble that Will Richter covered. And then as far as the penalties in this football game, you had seven for a total of 70 for Papillion La Vista South. We will come back and look at the final numbers for Carney High right after this on the New West postgame show. J&B Sales, Hilltop Mall Carney has it all. They have lots of pocket knives, hunting knives, American-made rod of cutlery, samurai swords, many unique flags, rainbow flags, hats, belt buckles, gag gifts, antiques, furniture, and so much more. New location inside the mall next to Penny's. Looking for a unique gift or an accessory to your Halloween costume? Well, you will find it at J&B Sales. J&B Sales in the Hilltop Mall wishes all the area athletes good luck. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. All right, we are back here. Again, thanks to Jeremy Van Ackerman, the athletic director of Papillion La Vista South, and all the folks for their hospitality on the New West postgame show. Here's the final numbers I had tonight for the Carney High Bearcats. Miko Maisner, 11 carries, 65 yards, and an 18-yard touchdown, which was the first of the game on the opening drive back in the first quarter. Sam Engberg, four carries, 11 yards. Kale Masters, one carry, negative two. Alex Kemp, one carry, four yards. Jeremiah Hageman, five carries for 13 yards. Quarterback Braden Miller, 18 carries, 88 yards, and the last touchdown from 37 yards out. The Bearcats had a couple of fumbles uh, that they didn't lose. They had a couple that they did lose. Uh, seven yards negative on those two team fumbles. 42 rushing attempts, 172 yards, nothing overwhelming, not bad, but uh, less than probably what Carney was looking for. 42 carries, 172 yards. Pretty good night, though, for Braden Miller. In the first half, he was 7 of 8 with no interceptions, two touchdowns, and 110 yards. In the second half, Miller was 4 of 7. He did have an interception. He did have an 80-yard touchdown, 106 yards total. So overall, 11 out of 15, three touchdowns, and one interception for 216 yards through the air. 
178 on the ground, 388 yards of total offense, resulting in 19 first downs tonight for the Kearney Bearcats. They ended up punting the ball three times. They did have two turnovers on an interception and a fumble, five penalties in the ball game for a total of 35 yards. Time now for our scoring wrap, brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Papillion La Vista South started with the football and had a errant snap that went through the quarterback's hands. He bobbled it on the first play of the game. Then they lost yards on second down, so they faced third and 18 from their own 11 and just decided to run it. Short punt into the wind, and Carney started at the 47-yard line of the Bearcats. They were able to march it right down the field. Miko Mazner from 18 yards out, 8.42 to go first quarter. Gabe Hines was perfect, 5 for 5 on his kicks tonight, made it 7 to nothing, and that's how the first quarter did end. Then in the second quarter, on third down and eight from midfield, it was Miller getting hit as he threw it, but Kale Masters was open at the left seam and took it in stride from 50 yards out. 7.52 to go second quarter, 14 to nothing. On the next Carney possession, another third and eight, but this time just from 13 yards out. Miller and Masters hooked up again, made it 21 to nothing. Will Richter came up with a Carney interception at the two-yard line as Papillion La Vista South was trying to get into the end zone right before halftime. And that was the first turnover of the game. Made it 21 to nothing at the half in favor of Carney. Carney got the ball to start the second half of play. And after a penalty set up third down and 14, a little timeout by Carney High set up a screen pass to Miko Maisner, who went 80 yards from Braden Miller. Made it 28 to nothing with 10:20 to go in the third quarter. Then Carney turned the football over. Now Hageman, Jeremiah Hageman, came up with a fumble on Papio's next drive uh, at the Carney 20, but Carney wasn't able to do much. They turned it over, and Chandler Cotton, the very next play, a 52-yard touchdown run after Cade Shent came away with the interception. They had hit Miller, and that made the pass short. Shent intercepted it, returned it to the Titan 48, and then the 52-yard run on the very next play by Chandler Cotton. Kep added the kick, 4.59 to go in the third quarter, 28-7, Carney. Then Linear comes up with a fumble recovery at the Papillion 34-yard line, but they ended up punting the football, and the final score in the fourth quarter was the put-away from Braden Miller, 37-yard touchdown run after a short punt. That was a one-play drive. Hines added the kick, and that made the final score. Carney High, 35, and Papillion La Vista South, 7. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We'll be back to wrap things up here from uh, Foundation Field and Papillion right after this on Power 99. Peerless Well Drilling and Pump Repair in Kearney gives you what you need most, water. Peerless Well Drilling takes pride in bringing water right to your home with residential well drilling, sprinkler wells, and increasing your crop yield with quality irrigation. Quality, professional, affordable. At Peerless Well Drilling and Pump Repair, our service is, well, peerless. And available seven days a week. Peerless Well Drilling in Kearney. Look us up at peerlessirrigation.com. Good luck to all the area athletes. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
titanium varsity You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. New West certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Same play in. Miller looking for Mazer out of the backfield. A little wheel route gets by everybody. 40. And he's the fastest guy, so you know what's going to happen. 80 yards to the house. Miko Maisner, touchdown, Carney. Well, Maisner's had two big touchdown runs the last two weeks, and that propelled Carney High to a 35-7 win tonight over the Papillion La Vista South Titans. Carney returns home, as we said, next two weeks to take on two totally different opponents, Omaha Benson and Millard West. Then it's off to Lincoln Southwest, off to Lincoln High, and then they host North Platte in the season finale on the 19th. So after that opening night drubbing at the hands of the Grand Island Islanders, things have looked a little bit better here for Carney High as they win three in a row to get to three and one. For our producer-engineer, Cassie Sloan, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks so much for listening to Power 99 tonight for your Friday night football. Next week, it's Ravenna taking on Fullerton in what could be a top-ten battle. Fullerton was winning tonight. Ravenna had a bye week. They're already 3-0. and And then on ESPN 1460, we've actually got an afternoon game next week, Kennesaw and Axtell. We'll be playing at 3 o'clock here on Power 99. And then Kearney Catholic Minden will be on ESPN 1460 next Friday night. Again, the final score, Kearney High 35, Papillion La Vista South 7, the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up next on Power 99. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.